Hello everyone, welcome to the stream. It's me, Brad Woto. I almost forgot that the stream was live for a moment. Could have just been on a black screen for many moments. Doesn't matter. Hi, it's been two weeks since we last saw you. And I hope that you missed us lots because we didn't miss you. Haha, <laughs> we're all verified streamers. And that means that we are just so far above just what the average happening? peasant. I don't know. I just felt like attacking. You're really bad at intros. He's gonna, so I've decided bad. that. It's so bad. <laughs> I like, and the thing is, I'm not, I like, I just keep hoping that the thing happens where like PB's like, okay, you're not in charge anymore. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm going to host this thing. I'll do the hello, the intro thing. And she just won't do it. You know, mm -hmm. and this isn't me doing the like, wash the dishes badly and they'll never make you do it again. I just can't wash dishes. I can't intro. I can't host things. I don't know it's like why. You break, a, you break a glass on purpose every time you wash the dishes so someone eventually goes, stop it. No, you're done. Yeah. Never again. Yeah. It's like that, but all, like then you look at my hands and there's like 17 <laughs> extra fingers on them and you're like, that's why. His, uh. his hands have got too many fingers. No, I'm just clumsy. I worked at a restaurant once and you know how they put the cups in these giant trays and then you put them through the washers and all that? There was one time I, I put a tray up, but there's a tray on the other side. So I knocked it down and like 30 cups fell to the ground and just made this huge breaking sound. I was no longer allowed to go ne anywhere near uh, the washer. Yeah. Never. Well, and they're like, you're, you're just a moron. Get out of here. So yeah, that's me with intros. <laughs> 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 uh, maybe we should just like bring Whack in every week to just do the intro and just then pre record it. He leaves. Yeah, every week we just hello, pre record everyone. it. <laughs> hello, Welcome everyone. Me reading off of the <gasps> thing. I need one of those uh, what's it's. I, actually, I suck at those too. Teleprompter. Mm -hmm. I, used, I did a presenting thing for Google once and I am the worst at reading off of those. It's insane. I don't know why I, I just can't i'm just i'm just a shitty presenter welcome to dying order my show on table story my channel that i made <laughs> and brought pb on to <laughs> to be in charge of everything because i'm the worst um this show is brought to you by pumpkin berry keep going you're doing really well it's a dnd fifth edition show um mm -hmm. and uh it stars an all-star cast of Disby Ar if I put this voice on I can do it better. Disby Addicts and Pocket and hey. Katie Peters Plays and Pumpkin Berry. Not to be confused with Plumpkin Berry. Two very, very different things. As well as me. Brad Woto. We're gonna play some D D in a bit, but it has been two weeks. Um so I wanted to catch up. Did everyone have a nice little break? Yes. Um cut did anyone yes. get time off? Did you take time I off for yourself? You did what now? Oh. Or lack thereof now. I don't I no longer have a sleep schedule. I just kind of sleep whenever I sleep. <laughs> well, it's your sleep schedule must be crazy because you start streaming like 
Uh, I swear like earlier than me, but you're six, seven hours behind. What is the time for you right now? Because for me, it's nine in the uh, evening. Three. You're seven hours, six or seven hours ahead. And you start streaming really early a lot of the time, right? I used right? to. And then I started going to bed at 5 a.m. again. Yeah. It's been years since I went to bed at 5 a.m. And here I am. Here I am. 5 a.m. <laughs> uh, actually is 5 a.m. for Disby, I think. What is the time, Disby, where you are? It is exactly 5.08 in the morning. Damn. This is crazy. Do you stream like around this time, Disby? Uh, a little after, a, a little after this time. <laughs> oh, okay. A little sorry. after. Uh, sorry, I just need to wake the fuck up. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, that's probably good um, uh, method acting, right? To get up at 5 a.m. and then be like, ah, oh, so old, broken. Helps me get in character. <laughs> uh, what time is it for you, KPP? Sorry, I hit mute like 15 times. Um, uh, uh, it's 2.08 p.m. for me. Wrong. It's Whoa. dice rolling time because it's D&D o'clock. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, uh, my powers of, of dad joke have become more powerful than you could ever imagine. That's right, everybody. I had a child. Congratulations, Brad. Congrats, Brad. Congrats, Brad. No, I didn't. Congrats. I didn't really. I was lying. I knew you were lying. That's why I was skeptical. <laughs> well, thanks for saying congratulations anyway. Someone who did have a child, congratulations, Pumpkinberry. Yes, that's I have why noticed I that PB has been off for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I didn't take this time to like spread a heinous rumor about yeah, you. Yeah, you should have, maybe. Yeah. The, the baby one would have been good. That would have been a really good one. Uh, congrats, Brad. Who's the dad? <laughs> they win. Yeah, they win. Um, yeah, no, I don't have a child. Um, Pumpkinberry also didn't. I thought I'd give you a week off of my lies, PB. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. Um, I, do, I do appreciate that. It was nice. I did. I had a vacation. I wasn't going to have it as long as I did. Uh, and then Rob came to visit me and stayed a couple days extra. And then Miranda came to visit and then stayed a couple days extra. So it was just kind of like two weeks or a week and a half of just relaxing it was really just, really just nice. so you're aware she says it really casually but she's she's speaking about rob mckelhenny the guy who made always sunny and mm, miranda mm -hmm. cosgrove mm -hmm. so she's mm -hmm. like good friends with them mm -hmm. um so they just came to stay with you huh mm -hmm. just casual little uh, famous person casual, name drops yeah, there yeah. Mm -hmm. okay anyone else know anyone casual. famous i was gonna say something but i don't know nope. i have nothing <laughs> <laughs> there's no one really know have you ever you know don't know anyone famous I've, I've met famous people but i don't like i'm not friends with them and i don't know them but i've met them yeah. like you know oh casual like okay so one time at uh uh the only comic con in san diego i went to um i went to a party and there was just like the true blood cast was there and they're all tiny they're all short as, as shit but um and there's like a bunch of like people there, Seth Green and all that. I didn't talk to any of them, but I, I was just I there. Was like sitting next to them. Yeah, I was just there drinking. I wasn't going to go talk to them. Hey, who are, and they'd be like, who are you? Nobody. I'm literally nobody. <laughs> but that was when I first started streaming and I really, I was just there because I got invited by um, the person I was dating. So, Which just so happened to be the Me. guy that plays the dude alexander skarsgård that's his name 
I That's wish. It. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Not for you, for me. I wish. Oh. Um, wow. Sorry. <laughs> and um, now we know who the dad is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> He's not really my type. He's not muscly enough for me, honestly. Um, <laughs> unlike Aura, who literally described one of her NPC characters as Alexander Skarsgård. You asked me, and I was like, this is the easiest way to describe it. Okay. <laughs> He's Alexander Skarsgård. Mm, nice. Okay. I get it. I understand it. I, I'm, I'm, I, I get it. He's he's relatively ripped, yeah. Do you remember when he was in Tarzan? That movie was so bad. Yeah. Sorry, maybe I, I should go. Oh yeah, that. I remember that. The only carry was shirtless. It's just him running around shirtless, yeah. I mean, not many women are gonna complain about that. Hey, the story I didn't wasn't great about it either. <laughs> hey, it's based on a true story. How dare you? Isn't it? Is it? Is Tarzan based on a true story? I feel like no. it's supposed to be. It's obviously not like really real. Like he's actually nothing that they portray in Tarzan nowadays is anywhere near based on truth. Like it's just, it's just. I'm thinking of Jungle Book. Jungle Book's based on a kid that got lost in the jungle. Yeah, but it's nothing like the Jungle Book. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I just don't believe anything Hollywood says is based on true story. That's like they say Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based off whatever, but I'm like, it's very, very, very loosely based off someone. Yeah, Texas isn't even a real place. It's not. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just nothing. You get there, it says a sign, there's like Texas here, and it's just a blank, like a void. <laughs> there's nothing really there. It's crazy. All right, well, a place that isn't a blank void and is totally real my D&D campaign setting. Um, do you remember everything that happened last time? I don't. So let's yeah, remind ourselves. You did. Um, An idiot. Yeah, last time you guys uh, wandered around the town of Bane, which is Aura's hometown. Um, you met a few people. Um, and uh, Aura had some business to attend to, including ensuring that the... Uh, people that run the town don't sell her house because she's been missing. She sort of went, she vanished and went missing. Um, you met uh, Alvin, who's a little gnome, who has been out searching for Aura. He's the only person who like believed the truth, the weird truth that she was like literally just absorbed into the sky um, almost a week ago. And uh, everyone else just thought that she had just vanished or disappeared. Aura's like, I would assume pretty well known as a hunter and foresting type, so it wouldn't be too crazy to think that she went into the forest one day and eventually got eaten by a troll. Um, so probably people thought that. And uh, in trying to to uh, um, speak to the the people who were going to sell the house, the Pyre Hearts, um, they ended up revealing themselves a little more than they expected the group. They sort of thought they'd got away with it, those pesky kids. But really, the Piehearts kind of knew who each of you was and things and stuff. Um, and uh, one of those people was Lindis Pyreheart, the doctor, the child doctor of the town, who did kind of think Ellie was hot, but also has a terrible hobby, I guess it would be called, mm. maybe. It's a semi, I guess it's a hobby. We'll go with hobby for now. Yeah. Um, 
and you uh you went on a date with this kid with the intention kind of i think to assassinate everyone in the house <laughs> and then... uh, i'm not sure what my intentions were <laughs> going into the situation but now i know what they are in the situation so. um yeah the last we saw of you you were eating food and, and drinking wine and uh eventually you realized that the wine had been drugged and you fell asleep the last um we saw of Bo, he saw you um or all of these men uh entering the room that you're in the two of you were in this this building together however the others alvin suna theodore um sorry aura uh, they were up at Aura's house and the sky opens up and uh, an angel descended with a mean look on her face um, and then uh, and then we broke for a couple of weeks so to pick up kind of where we left off um, you guys are currently the good old fashioned split group the old, the old classic. Um, we rejoin you moments. No, in fact, at the exact moment we, we left. So, for everyone, it is raining, which is weird. We're in BAME, and it's frozen over. The, the snow still continues to fall alongside all of this rain, and I guess probably some... Uh, some hail as two very distinct but separate scenes play out inside this manor house there is uh there is oh oh bubba you see four men in bowler hats carrying the limp body of ellie out of that dining room and into an adjacent hallway being followed by that very young doctor um, beside you is the charmed figure of Vizlon Ghost, a, a relatively large and rough-looking gentleman in the um, classic Pyre Heart outfit, these like long black trench coats and bowler hats. Um, he is an enforcer of the Pyre Hearts, the people who own this mansion. On his shoulder is a chest, a nice-looking chest, a wooden chest. Bo's prized treasure, which he pilfered from the safe inside while uh, Ellie was having dinner with this horrible person. Um, across town... <laughs> west of Bame, Aura, Suna, and Alvin, the gnome, stare awestruck at the raining, snowing sky as it peels open and a tiefling seraph free falls for a moment out of uh, the clouds and, and this kind of opening. Um, she spreads her wings and she lifts this partisan above her head, a kind of lance, and there's a crack of thunder and this, this sort of bolt of lightning that uh, strikes the partisan and she takes flight towards you. That's where we're going to start today. The old Rian Johnson happening to some of you there when you got flipped. <laughs> um, can I get some initiatives from you, please? Uh, you can just roll it for now and I'll give you the uh, the map in a second because my roll 20 is disconnected. 
Um, unless yours is disconnected too. I don't know. Um, Aura in particular. You guys are standing outside. All three of you ran just outside the, the front door of your home. Um, there's snow everywhere. There's a forest that mostly spreads up um, and around the housing. But there is kind of like an open area that spreads outwards where your farm used to be or currently is. Depending on how um, much you still do any farming. But everything is covered in a, a thick blanket of snow. Um... There's a strange energy that hits you and washes over you, Aura, but before, you, but before you, any of you can even think, you notice that angelic sort of serif figure summoning up this energy of her own. And although she's still probably over 100 feet away from where you guys are, and also quite high up in the sky, she brings this partisan down and it causes this lightning bolt to arc and lash out towards where you guys are. Um, the lightning bolt strikes the ground maybe a hundred feet away from where you guys are but it doesn't dissipate um instead it begins tearing up the ground ahead of you churning up this rain and snow and it rips the area in front of you sort of in two not like in a crazy earth opening way but you can see it like ripping up all of this snow um can you two roll me dex saves and i'm gonna roll one for alvin who is also here Young Alvin. Uh, a 23 on your deck save. And then one from Suna, please. Did that not go through? Oh. No. 13. 13. So. Uh, Alvin rolled a... 13 as well. These are all makes. The um, the lightning bolt hits the ground and, and runs a line through the, the snow towards where you guys are. All three of you diving out of the way suddenly as this lightning bolt hits the side of your house. Runs a line up the side of the house before eventually dying out. You see that it kind of... Um, it leaves a little damage to the front of the house here. It runs up the front of the, the doorway and up all the way up the side of the house and onto the roof. Kicking up a bunch of the snow that's on the roof. And leaving this kind of burning line um, on the front of your house, the front of your door, the roof. And the Seraph continues her flight towards you. I think maybe I can bring you over here now. Yay, I can. So, let me add you, you all to the turn order. Yay, okay. I'm just going to roll for Alvin. 17. He's a fast boy. Uh, and then I will roll for this Seraph here on a 14. So Suna was 22. And Aura was 21. Which means, um, Suna, you, uh, you guys react first. Um, essentially, this thing is flying towards where you guys are. Um, it's pretty, uh, it's moving pretty quickly. Uh, it looks like it can move in flight relatively quickly towards you. And it does seem to be beelining for where the three of you are standing. Um, what do you guys do? You can have a moment to discuss and plan as well. Because this is all happening very quickly. But what do you do? Is that the... That's the Seraph that 
the same one and that took me up into the sky it looks exactly the same yeah Suna, that's the same that's the same seraph that took me up into the sky that brought me to you all right but it seems to be a, uh, it seems to be angry with you i don't know why i are we doing turn order at this point or can i do something uh yeah you're in turn order but okay i'll give you a moment to react i would instinctively run towards the seraph to because it's already hit my house starting to destroy my house i would try to at least move forward so if there's damage it wouldn't be to my home All okay right. yeah um i would like to um i would like to levitate the seraph i know that she's uh flying, flying yeah yeah she's already flying but this should hold her in place actually she's unable to move okay give me the spell what do i need well what save do i need to make con save Okay. 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make that breaks it, right? Uh, on her side, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so what happens when you do this? I think I... I go to cast the spell like I normally do. Um, <laughs> and maybe a wisp of air moves around her, but... I guess I'm trying to levitate a creature that's already in the air, so I assume it just didn't work. Shit. Yeah, you can see that it, it maybe for a moment knocks her off of the course. You see her kind of waver as if she's hit like some weird turbulence and then suddenly mm. um, it, uh, yeah, it continues, she continues to fly towards you. That's it. That's what the fuck. That's my turn. Sorry. Okay. I, I reloaded um, my profile and that's what it defaulted to. All right. So you don't move or anything? <clears throat> um, yeah, I will actually move. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to move around the corner. Um, Aura starts like running forward. Alvin shouts mm -hmm. out towards kind of both of you going, um, we're not really going to fight that, right? Don't we need to run inside? Uh, we absolutely are going to fight it, it looks like. Or is running straight towards it. Shit, does arrows even work against it? He starts pulling out his bow. Well, we're about to find out. Okay. Uh, is this what you guys do? He's speaking to you sooner. W what do you mean, is this what we do? Uh, you, you, you want to do our bodyguards? Uh, of a sort. You could say that, I guess. Okay. Um, he starts, like, preparing an arrow. Aura, it's your turn. I'm just gonna try talking to it. So I'm gonna stop where I've run. What do you want? You see that the Seraph just has this look of just fury on her face. She just looks really angry. Um, her face is almost like distorting with anger. Like her <clears> mouth <throat> seems too large. Her eyes like too too far apart on the side of her head as if they're going around the side of her head. She looks strange and twisted and she just continues to fly towards you. Um, you can see her bringing the, the partisan up again um, and lifting it towards the sky as the thunder starts to coalesce and the, the lightning once again 
When I see her do that. Oh man. Um I'm I'm gonna take my longbow out and uh shoot at her. To try oh, to like right. knock this it out of her hand. Uh okay, you specifically want to attack the weapon in her hand? Because you can disarm yeah. people. Yeah, I want to try to disarm her. Okay. Uh, it's the same thing, an attack roll. Okay. To beat, I think she has to beat a thing. A 12. A 12 to disarm. Um, you make a an attack roll contested by their athletics or acrobatics check. So let's see what she's got here. Mm, nothing, but I'll roll a, uh, a save, I guess. Or I'll just roll a dex check. Mm, yeah, same. 21. Um, you fire an arrow, and it, and I think it probably uh, is on target. Like, you see it fly an arc towards her in, in the sky. She begins her, her descent towards where you are. Um, as she brings the, the partisan up towards the sky, she sees this arrow, and you see turns her kind of body in like a sideways her wings spread out and you can see that they're really large now they're probably longer than her body in length um and she brings the partisan down with no kind of lightning arcing with it and just hits the arrow out of the air and then turns under um where it was and continues to descend towards where you are bringing that partisan back up again okay um i'm just gonna lower my bow um I'm going to stay where I am for my turn. So I think that'll end my turn. Alvin just shouts, Oh, shut up, just hit it out, she'll hit it out the air! And, uh, fires his arrow as well. And let's see if he can hit. So, you know Alvin's, um, battle capabilities a little. Um, he's similar to you in that he's kind of like a fledgling ranger. Um, that's where his skill set is. He's pretty good with uh, a bow. He's not very strong. He's okay with with um, uh, forest craft and survival things. Like he can he can tie a knot pretty well and make a fire and things like that. But in terms of just um, combat ability, he's, he's got nothing on you. You're really well adept with the sword and the bow. Um, you've got a lot. Um, you've got a larger skill set than him. Um, he's not too bad with. Um, things like magic and stuff. You know that he can cure, um, it being his primary magic skill. He has, like, cure wounds, that kind of thing. But generally speaking, he's he's just a smaller, lesser version of what you can do. Um, probably a lot like what you were able to do when you were younger. Um, that being said, he brings up his longbow, which is a longbow, regardless of the fact that it's probably compared to your longbow, a short bow, and he's gonna take a shot. And that's a crit. <laughs> he brings up his longbow. Um, she uh, strikes your arrow out of the way, brings the thing back up, and then Alvin lets fly. Um, while she's distracted, she brings her, her partisan back up. You can see that she looks like she's summoning up some sort of internal energy in a similar way that you guys might cast spells. In that distraction, Alvin, fires his arrow you see it strike true it 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 catches her like low on uh under a breast and and maybe would go in where 
a lung would be if serifs have lungs and rely on oxygen and things this is a pretty pretty amazing shot um it sits deep in the uh lower chest of this serif and it and you see her knocked off of course from it as well um she continues to hold the partisan up You two give me perception checks. Or, I'll tell you what, investigation checks I'll allow as well. Both will, will yield different answers. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, said perception or investigation? Yeah. Damn. Okay, 24, natural 22, and a 23 even. Um, you are both aware of something here. Mechanically, the the crit didn't land. This only did seven of the piercing damage here. Um, you notice oh. that this this arrow should have um, sh should do. It was like a perfect strike. It should have knocked her completely off of course. Um, for whatever reason, this thing hasn't landed. Um, this didn't do anywhere near as much damage as it should have done. This is a perfect shot. Um, Alvin really couldn't have done better with this. It should have done a lot more damage to her, yet she seems to kind of shrug it off as if it was nothing. Um, the arrow is still buried in her chest. You see that there's no blood or anything like that. Um, Alvin says, Oh, I got her! Hey, she's still coming at us. Um, wait, did that even hurt her? What's happening? It doesn't look like it did. Why not? I'm, I'm unsure. It's an angel, isn't it? Yes. Is it the gods? The gods is trying to kill us. Oh, we got no chance. We should, we should, uh, where do we go now then? You want us to just lay down and die? Or perhaps uh, we should run? We should, what do you think we should do? Aura? What? I think we should leave. I, I think it's going to come after us either way. Try talking to it. It won't answer me. Well, it certainly won't answer me. During this time, it, the thing has been flying towards yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's going to launch a lash of lightning at you again. Everyone give me dex saves, I think. Yes. So that you're aware, it is about uh, it's about 60 feet above where you are. So keep that in mind, because we don't have verticality, um, but it is not. It's it's above where you are. It's flying 60 feet in the air, so that counts as part of how far away it is in your attacks and things like that. Um, I have. A question feet for up. you. Yeah. Is it since it's technically attacking us, can mm. I do something? Uh can, yeah, it depends what you want to do. Can I do hellish rebuke? Re hold on. Hellish rebuke? Um you can after you after this is resolved, yeah. Um Okay. You have to take damage, I think, with hellish oh, rebuke. Okay. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, man. it's just being damaged by a creature. So once you take your damage, as long as you're still up and shit, then you can basically, that's the reaction, the trigger that sets okay. that off. So um, the first thing that happens here, so again, the um, the uh, 
Oh my god, Alvin. Alvin rolls a 22. Alvin is um, so good. I see why you like him. <laughs> he is, uh, yeah, he's motivated entirely by fear. Um, he, he heightens his senses. Um, he's that kid from Demon Slayer that, that becomes so scared that he becomes um, unbelievably good at stuff. Um, 19 deck save, 18 deck save, and a 22 from Alvin, which means you will make it. However, you will take some damage. All of you dive out of the way as this this um, lightning strikes the top of this partisan and she brings it down again and it hits the ground and runs along the ground where you guys are, setting a, uh, a, a line of lightning ahead of her in a straight line. All of you dive out of the way of it, but it's not enough um, to be completely out of the way. Essentially, this thing hit, hits you regardless, but you don't take the full brunt of it. Like You don't take it head on. You'll take half of 3d6 lightning damage, which is 11... So you take five. Um, everyone takes five, including Alvin. So you all jump out of the way, but you do get a little zzz, like kind of like a uh, uh, little fried. Yeah. Can I shield? No, because it's a save. All right. So um, at yeah. Sorry. Any Since resistances took... and stuff would happen. You take. Oh, yes, I do have that. You take half of this, which is uh, five, because you round down. Okay. I'd yeah. like to um, use Hellish Rebuke on her. Okay, yeah. Uh, do it. Remind me what it does exactly. Uh, Hellish Rebuke. You point your finger and the creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by Hellish Flames. The creature must make a dex saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Um, on a higher level, I'm a second level on this now. Uh, yeah. When you cast the spell using a spell slot of two, okay, um, the damage increases by 1d10 for each slot above the first level. Okay, so um, I will make a dex save for the Seraph. Uh, yep. okay. A 10. It's probably too low, isn't it? Okay. Uh, your, on your spell sheet in the middle, it says a spell save DC. That's the number she has to beat. Okay. A ten will make it either way, but is it the top in the Bye. center of the sheet? Yeah, mine's a ten. Okay, so oh, it is a ten. Mm -hmm. So she makes it, which means you need to roll me three d ten, and the same thing happens again. She takes half of the damage instead of okay. the whole thing. Nine. Nine. So she takes uh, four. How does it look? This lightning runs across this thing. All of all three of you jump out of the way. You see it kind of arc and hit and electrify each of you a little bit. A little a little uh, hair standing on end. Taser mm -hmm. here. Um, and then probably as you jump to one side, what happens? My my eyes turn completely red and my veins from turn from green to red and I get very pale. And it's like a line whenever you see in movies where they pour a gasoline line. It's like that I point and it comes out of my hand and it just like this small line goes directly and just engulfs the seraphim flames. Yeah, we see this kind of like burst of fire suddenly and, and you see the, the seraph kind of spin. Um, she goes into a strange arc. She folds her wings inwards and falls into a free fall for a moment. Um, opening her wind, wings again, it, it does a thing where it buffets a lot of the, the fire out of the way. Um, but there's a plume of... of of black smoke as well, where she's hit by a little bit of this. You see some some feathers fall away, turning to a sort of charcoal black. 
as uh, yeah, you deal uh, four of that to her. And uh, yeah, you uh, successfully deal some damage. Okay. Uh, and that was your reaction. And that was the Seraph. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, let me see here. What was the lightning damage? <laughs> um, for the record, give me another perception check. Both of you. Twenty-four? Nine. Aura, I don't think you notice this jumping out of the way, but sooner you you see that when she brings the lightning down, um, it hits her fully. Um, and then she seems to bring it into the into the partisan while she does it. Um, when it hits her, it pushes the arrow out of her body. So is the lightning damage healing her? Looks like it. Your turn. Uh, I will... How far away are you, Aura? You're pretty far away. Yeah. I ran kind of just to, I get draw her attention away from you too. Um, I will actually close the distance between us. Let me just see how far away we are. Yeah, okay. I will close the distance uh, between us and then I will relay that information to you. It looks like the lightning is healing her. What about the fire? Did it do anything? Did it look like it did much other than... Uh, uh, yeah, it looked like it did. I mean, she looks like she avoided a bunch of it, but it, it, yeah. it seems like it definitely burned her, yeah. I mean, the, the arrow did do damage as well. It just didn't do anywhere near as much as it should have done. Yeah. I mean, it's hurting her, but probably not as much as it should. She's powered by the gods. What do you expect? Do you think we can reason with her? I, no, I think it's beyond reason. She's just charging at you blindly. I don't know what you did to piss off a seraph. I don't either. I mean, should we run? I mean, but I don't. Yes. I kind of look. I look at her, and my eyes widen. Can we outrun her? We can try. Can I cast haste or chrono? Do we? Is that one of the abilities that we have with our chrono thing? Um. You don't have the haste spell under your chronomancy, at least. I don't Accelerate, think sorry. I gave you that. <laughs> That's what uh, I thought it was. Yeah, you can do your chronomancy. So again, just to remind you how it works, it's a little, this is okay. very homebrew for any new noobs out there, KPP. <laughs> um, it's a super homebrew thing, the chronomancy thing. I kind of like hacked it together from some stuff I found online. Um, and it works similar to a cleric's div uh, channel divinity in that you can do your uh chronomancy once a day uh, at the moment um you are level one chronomancers and you can summon your chronomancy to do one of these things essentially um which is uh channel time channel time is what you want to do and you can do accelerate decelerate or surge for now so yeah you can you can totally do this Sooner. Sorry, I'm just reading um what it does. <laughs> yeah, what it does. Yeah. Uh I wasn't sure if we could slow her or speed us up because I don't want to leave Alvin behind. Uh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I will use accelerate uh on myself. I didn't know that. Mm. 
Is that one additional action per turn? Um, until it's over, or is that just one additional action this round? One additional action this turn, this round. Yes, I will do it. Or turn, yeah, round, yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you just get plus one action. It's like an action yeah. surge on a fire. Right. Uh, and I am going to bail. I'm going to run. Okay. Um, so you uh, want to run. So what you can do is you can run your movement. Which you did a little, or did you do it last turn? No, I did it to close the distance to talk to her. I did it this turn. Right. So you did one. So you can run another 30 as an action and then another 30 if you channel some time. Yes, that's that's what I will do. How does it look to do that? Because this is the first time we've seen any chronomancy from one of you two. I think it's kind of... Most of my magic is dark and shadowy, and I think this is white. And uh, it kind of looks like there might be two of me, and it's sort of transparent and blurs a bit as we see uh, Suna still standing there. Uh, and a reality in which maybe she would have continued fighting. And then this one where she just bails and runs. And then they slowly catch up to each other. Okay. And where do you want to run? You can do 60 feet. Um, I'm going this way. So pretty damn that. close. Yep. I can't get on that particular square. There we go. Yep, so you just bolt, um, yeah. and it's fast. Like, Alvin it, it struggles to follow where you go. Like, you see his kind of eyes widen, um, his big eyes anyway. I'll gesture to him to come this way and as well. He follows you to running one way. Um, or are you doing the same thing, running? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what we decided, so I would... Is Alvin... He's trying to fly, come with us? At the moment, he just looks weirdly shocked at how fast this old woman can run. Okay. Um, I'm... Can I... I'm going to run to Alvin, if that's possible. Let me see. And I want to pick him up. It's actually harder to run with someone, for the record. I know, but... You have half movement, but okay, yeah. Okay, here, here's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to cast Protection from Good and Evil onto Alvin. Okay. See, and I think I can do this from a distance. Yeah, uh, no, I have to touch yeah, him. Gotta touch him, yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna run over to Alvin, and um, trying to see how far away I am. <sighs> okay, I can only run thirty. Mm. So I'm. I guess my turn right now is running right here, and. Um, I go prone. <laughs> can I touch him? No. Uh, okay. So the things you can do, you can, um, I mean, you have the chronomancy stuff so you could do the same thing to buy yourself another action and get closer to him to do the thing. You could yeah. use an action to run further. You can ready an action. Um, you still have a whole action or bonus action and bonus action in which to do something. Um Obviously, this All move right. in particular is a, a touch thing. 
Um, yeah, that's what you can really do. So then I... I guess I'll use decelerate. Um, so I can buy myself more time. Okay, what does that look like? What do we see you do? Um, I think I don't fully understand what's happening. It's just like this innate thing that I'm realizing I can do. Mm. And it's like in the movies when things slow down, but you're moving normally, like snowfall is just so slow and it, it just seems like you're in a snow globe, but you're moving normally and everything around you is just standing still essentially. Okay, so uh, decelerating means that when uh, you take damage from an attack, you can mm -hmm. delay the damage for a turn. Um, and okay. as soon as your next turn begins, you um, you take the damage. So you can you can hold off damage for one turn. Okay, so I think I'm just gonna s stay here because. Well, I can't use this to get closer to Alvin, so I'm just going to wait here, and um, I want him to get out, so. You tell him anything? Are you running over? Well, Alvin, in the way I envision it, is he's moving slowly, too. Okay. Yeah, he and is. So... He's, like, following sooner, running one way. Um, as this Seraph is kind of, like, a, she's, she's arcing down towards where you guys are. And so I'm, I'm just... I'm tracking his face and I'm just kind of biding my time until I can per cast the spell on him. Sure. Alvin turns from Suna bringing his arrow up. He sees you in front of him. Oh! Sends off his arrow up above where you, you are. And he fires an arrow at the Seraph. 23. God damn. Another perfect shot from him. Alvin? He's good at hitting moving targets today. Um. Yeah, what's the name of that character from Demon Slayer? Because that's now Alvin's surname. Um. He deals five piercing damage. Uh, it's a perfect shot again. It flies true. You see it strike. Um, somewhere up between the shoulder and the wing, where this wing comes up, you see the arrow hit this this uh, seraph, and she's she's kind of free falling a little for a moment to try and gather some speed up, and. Uh, Alvin kind of looks down to where you guys are. Are you guys running away? Are we running away? Okay, I like running away. And he turns and starts to run as well. Uh-huh. Uh and he will run in the same direction as you are going. Uh, is the speed the same? Yes. Uh, so he runs down the, the, the side of the house. You guys are all kind of running around towards the back of where Aura's house is. The Seraph is going to... First of all, I'm going to roll a d6 to see if she can fucking launch an arc of lightning at you again. Oh, she can. Um, But I think she's not that dumb. So she's going to fly ahead of where you are. Oh, no, she's going to fly up to where you are. Above you. 60 feet above where you are, sooner. So you are okay. running. Even with your acceleration, you <laughs> blitz through the snow. The snow doesn't even kick up behind you. You're moving so quickly. 
Um, it's like running on water. It doesn't kick up a load of snow. Um, Alvin kind of fires an arrow, and this this Seraph flies down low. She she flies above where you are, Aura, um, arcing in a way that she wouldn't hit, collide with the house. Now you see her above where you are. These wings now are completely um, spread. This this shadow kind of above you, where you are, sooner um, as the Fuck. these huge wings spread out. And maybe if you look up, you see her again. Bring her arm up with that partisan, but she's not bringing the partisan up pointed towards the sky. It looks like she's going to throw it down towards where you are now, above you. She like brings it up and she's like looking to aim this thing at you as if you're like a fish underwater well, in a stream. Running was a mistake. She's very quick. But she doesn't do anything. Your turn. So she raises it like she's going to stab me like a fish, but then doesn't? Yeah. Is it hesitation or... Give me an insight check. Four. I have no idea. Um, yeah, you just go with all whatever right, you want right. it to be. All right. Um, well, that's strange. Um... Uh, she's 60 feet above me, correct? Yep. Uh, I am going to... All my spells are lightning damage. <laughs> um, I will do... I'm going to run again. I'm going to keep our plan to run. Um, and I will use my bonus action to do expeditious retreat. Hmm. Okay. How far does that get you? Double your speed, I believe. So you're running... Because you can um, take the dash ax action. So yeah. I just keep running. In this direction, you're heading towards the town, just so you're aware. This way is town. Um, and you just start running into... I mean, th this isn't the path to town. You you would be heading into like a just an overland area where there's some trees and shrubbery and things. Um, mostly it's all covered. Um, and you just start beelining ahead of you. Um, you can kind of probably see the, the peaks of some houses. It's, it's pretty far away from where you are. Um, Suna starts running in that direction. Or are you doing the same thing? No. No? Because... Does it seem like the Seraph's chasing Suna? Give me an insight check. Mm, it doesn't necessarily seem like she's chasing Suno. It just seems like she's trying to kill all of you. Okay. Um, it, in the sense that she was at that point chasing Suno, it looked more like she was trying to get ahead of Suno to try and kill her first since she's running away, right? Back's turned. Okay. Easy target, kind of, maybe, that situation. Then I guess I take a minute to deduce what's happening. I'm going to 
I'm gonna run over to Alvin still. Which I believe, I, yeah, I can just reach him. And I'm gonna touch him and cast uh, protection from good and evil mm -hmm. on him. And I'm just gonna crouch down for a second next to him and just say, hold on a second, let's see what she does. He's like half running and then you appear and like grab his arm. The the spell goes off. You see this kind of glow hit hit Alvin as this protection lands on him. It means that anything that is a, um, a celestial, an aberration celestial elemental fey fiend or undead has disadvantage on attack rolls against him. Um, and they can't do anything like possess him or frighten him and things like that. Um, status effect frighten him. And okay. uh, he, yeah, he's, he slows down and stops and, and turns to you and says, Oh, my fingers gonna kill sooner. Sooner's running away. Well, maybe we can distract it and have it come back and then it can't decide and it'll buy us some time. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna also use Zephyr Strike okay. to give myself more range. Hmm. Um, hmm, actually, is Zephyr Strike a concentration spell? Um... It's a bonus action. Let me see. Yeah, it's a concentration spell. So you have protection from good and evil being... You're holding it up um, somewhat with protection uh, from good and evil. It's a concentration. It lasts 10 minutes, but you have to mm -hmm. manually hold it up. If you cast okay. another protection, uh, another concentration spell, it replaces that one. Okay. So then... Can I... I can't ready a weapon then. Can this I? is also the curse of being a ranger, by the way, and a paladin. Yeah. They both have this. Lots of concentration spells. Uh, okay. You have used your action to cast this spell. No, you can cast a bonus okay. spell, but then that would probably replace the concentration. All right. Then I'm going to just... I can't do anything right now, so I'm just going to formulate a plan. Alvin and says... I'll, I'll uh, let Alvin go. Go. Yes. Okay. I don't know if I was throwing enough under it. <laughs> Let's an arrow go. Since it is now his turn. Seven. The um the seraph suddenly dips down and starts flying straight downwards towards uh uh the ground. Not sooner. Just down. Um in doing so, the sudden shift and change goes off as Alvin lets his arrow fly and it flies into the area where the it was he was leading the shot, but the thing suddenly turns. Oh shut. Um, and then Alvin looks at you kind of sorry and says, I'm sorry, my language. No, you're fine. I, maybe soon I can get away. The Seraph flies, uh, straight downwards now, um, towards the ground. Um, as she does so, she... Uh, turns... She flies down about 40 feet towards the ground. So she is now in the same position, but 20 feet above the ground. And she pulls down a, an arc of lightning, turning under uh, where she is, folding her wings in. She suddenly brings this lightning strike. It hits her. She channels it into the partisan. And then you and Alvin need to make me dex saves. Um, and a five from Alvin. So Alvin takes the full brunt here of 
3d6. Uh, 11. So Alvin takes 11. Suddenly, like, I think Alvin probably gets hit by it. Boom. This, this arc hits him and it strikes uh, pretty dead center on him. And it pushes him against the back of the, uh, the house here. And uh, the lightning arcs out from him. It kind of like hits everything, right? This thing, it's, it's wild. It, it doesn't just kind of crack and hit it it spreads around the area you see it run across the snow and up the side of the house and in doing so you see it catch you as well you take five lightning damage alvin takes the 11 um mm -mm. he looks pretty beat up actually from that um you see uh it hits him he kind of slides down the side of the house his hair is like all stuck out one side um <laughs> What is happening? Where am I? What the fuck is that? Wait, oh shit. Um, he kind of takes a moment to figure out his bearings and things. The Seraph looks at you, Aura. Give me an insight check. You see the Seraph smile at you as if she's happy, toying with you, enjoying this um, as the tides turned somewhat in her favor and that is where we switch to the other side of town <gasps> in the uh <laughs> manor house we have <sighs> the other two Bo, in particular you are um uh you are in the hallways of this this household um and the last thing you saw here was um <clears throat> four of these men dragging the unconscious form of ellie out of the room they also have like a bag with them that seemed to have all of her stuff in it probably um and uh you see the the young doctor um walk across the hallway as well the guy with you is the leader of these men, but he's been charmed by you. He believes you to be his best friend. He's not like fully under your control. Like you can be like, oh, jump off a cliff kind of thing. But he views you as a better friend than the men in this house. The guy that pays his bills, that kind of thing. So he's kind of favored you. He took you to where the safe was since you wanted to go there. Um, showed you like most of like a lot of the stuff in here was like too big to carry. Um, though he did load up a chest with gold bars. Roll me a D1000. Wow. You have the equivalent of 874 gold in bars and some coins here in this chest. Um, so I'll just write that down so we can keep a track of it. Um, each bar is worth... 50 gold pieces um so you have however many 850 gold bars at 50 gold piece is and then i guess just 24 you just grab 24 gold coins that you found and stuff them into your pocket or something um at the moment that's what you got and it's in this chest that he's carrying and it's fucking heavy and this guy's pretty big he's not like He's not like, oh, Zangief. He's just a, he's a big dude and he's strong. He's holding it on one shoulder and he's kind of like leaning to one uh, side with it. And um, as you're about to turn a corner, he he walks around first and then 
puts an arm out towards where you are. Oh, hold on. Yeah, looks like they've done it. Uh, give it a minute and we'll go out the front door. You reckon you can be able to carry this? Hold on, this this changes everything. Do you see where your fellas are taking? What were they taking her? Uh, oh right, yeah. Well, the young master there's got a little bit of a uh, hobby. Oh, 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 okay. Um, well, let's let's not get to that just yet. I'm I'm getting her ass out of you too. That's mm. what we're doing now. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna. I mean, I'm gonna I'm try and ask them, but really, they're. You know, they're gonna do what he said. He pays the bills. So, I mean, they. We're not really meant to, you know, even talk about it. Basically, we get paid double. He um he he opens like the side of his coat and says, uh, "See the red inlining? Yeah, that means that it's like we're like the top brass, you know. We ain't just the thugs on the street, you know what I mean? Um, so probably we should just leave them, and then we'll just go out the front door. How about that instead? No, no, no. I ain't leaving without my girl. No, that that this is not happening. Uh, yeah, I don't you." Know. You are now going to help me get her out of that. All right. Well, yeah, I suppose we can do that. Uh, hang on. And he sets the it chest was... down on the ground. Dong. Oh, that is heavy, that is. Right, well, if you're going to get her out of that place, well, I mean, we're going to have to make sure that absolutely no one sees us. I don't really know how we're going to do that. I mean, he's, he's you know, he's going he's gonna to tie her up. And, oh, we are no, invisible. Well, yeah, that nobody's going to see us while we're like this. All right. You and me, we're going to follow them tiptoe right behind them so they don't hear our footsteps. That's what we're going to do. And okay. we'll observe and strike at the right opportunity. All right. Um, what do I do with the chest? It's pretty heavy. Hmm. Leave it by the front door so when I make my escape with Ellie, uh, yeah, it's uh, ours for the taking. <laughs> what? Anyway. Yeah, no, that's a good plan. All right, lad. Yeah, he picks it back up. Okay, let me go and put this by the door. I mean, okay, let me go and put this by the door. Okay, and then we'll go down to the mortuary. I appreciate it. He heads towards the door with you. Side swipe slightly down into the horrible-looking mortuary-esque room. Um, you are taken unconscious uh, down into this basement mortuary area. Um... There is uh, a table in the room that doesn't look comfortable. Um, and you're bound at each ankle and wrist to the table. Um, you're kind of on your back. Most of your clothing, save for your underwear, has been removed. All of your concealed weapons have been taken. There's a bag on the side with all your stuff in it. And um, you uh, you start to come to, I think. And you, you there's, a, there's like a sound of a door closing. And you hear... Um, the voice of like a, a a younger man say um and, and don't let anyone come in okay no matter what just make sure you you know how it is all right it could take many hours there's a lot of experiments to be oh are you waking up and he walks over to you and like kind of slaps you on the side of your face a little bit oh hell no i want to pretend to be asleep all right give me a performance check Okay, I'm gonna try to sleep. Uh, uh, performance. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, oh, he, he turns around and says, Oh, you should be awake by now. We only dosed you a little bit. It only lasts a little while. And he starts hitting you on the side of the head. 
Okay. Very well. Uh, let's see. Hmm. And he turns around and starts looking over a table full of um, horrible-looking items. There's a table that's quite close to you. Yeah. But not too close to you. Um, okay. That has a bone saw, scissors, scalpels, okay. rib cutters, hurt. hammers, um, a skull chisel, um, a an inner toe tome, which is a bulb blade, apparently. I looked into how to cut people up for this. And uh, uh, bread knife, because I thought, you know, you'd be interested in all the knives at least. Um, okay, all the knives and stuff, that's interesting. But <laughs> what kind of restraints are on me right now? They are... Um, they feel like... Um, is it like is it actual like metal or is it rope or it's it's leatherish it's like leather bound leather. like those ones that you would get whether it's like two layers of leather with a like a belt um and okay, they but... appear to be attached to an iron set of rings that are hot. They, they're probably bound under the table like the two attached like so this. It's, it's like a strap like a belt yeah it's, it's more like a belt around your wrist but is it's it locked? Hold, it, it's holding you down, kind of. Yeah, like but that. I've been able to unlock that stuff with my hands before. I mean, in real life. I mean, like me as pocket. Yeah. If you have something like, yeah. All right. So my question is, while he's looking over this, can I try? Yeah. Um, I guess give me. Um, mm-hmm. It would be some sort of. I mean, a sleight of hand checks probably the best one to go for. So let's yeah. go with something like that. Okay, what do you, what, no, what specifically, like what okay, specifically yeah, do you like have that. to do? <laughs> not like that. Chat. I didn't say it. Um, <laughs> I broke my shoulder once and could only use one hand. Uh-huh. Okay, shit like that where you have to untie it. Whatever. No, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like I went straight over it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, what, you, what specifically is it that you're trying to do? I think, I think with it the would hand? be a slight of hand. Because it would be, you'd have to be, well, it'd be like, if I can feel the strap, then you can try to like pull it out. And then once it's loose out of the initial um, belt buckle and it's in the middle one, it's easier just to yank it open at that point. All right, whatever you say. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't, it made sense in my mind. Okay. 15. 15. You start to feel this thing wiggle. Um, You you start to move it around. Um, But. It's making the iron bars make noise under the uh, against this kind of stone okay. table that you're on. Looking around the room, there is um, like no windows. There's only a single door here. Um, there's a few bookshelves with books on and things. But you do get okay. this really awful smell in this room. It smells real bad. Uh, he doesn't hear the the chains moving at the moment, but it, you've noticed that it does kind of make a little bit of noise. Um, okay. as you start to do this. But now he's like looking over things and he he touches a few of these scalpels and things while you start to wriggle very slowly uh, out of this um, uh, manacle of his, this like okay. leather manacle. And uh, he says to himself, biologically, half-elves, tieflings, halflings, other demi-humans, they must have been some sort of genetic blunder. Inbreeding? Yes. So maybe, yes, what if I cut out uh, her heart and then compare it to a human? That might, nobody's done this before, right? Perhaps, he starts to look over his books and, hmm, should I start with the heart? Oh, we should do some tests on her skin first. Yes, skin, we'll cut off her skin. Um, outside. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just listening like, oh, here we go. 
Bo and uh, Vizlon the Vizlon Ghost, ironically, is his name. You're creeping along silently. How are you? Um, how are you moving silently down this hallway? You start to Vizlon takes you down a flight of stairs that's kind of circular. Um, he says um, he explains to you that like underneath the eastern tower is like a basement mortuary that was used um, for their own private doctor, the Pyrehart family, ages ago, and they don't use it anymore. But Lindis has started using it to conduct twisted experiments on people and animals and things. Um, you uh, and him are both invisible, and he says, uh, yeah, when we get down there, as you're walking down these flights of stairs, how are we going to uh, approach this? Like, what do you want to do? Like, just sneak through? Because there's going to be a few men waiting. Okay, well, when you say a few men, how many are we talking? Well, probably four. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't really want to have to hurt my boys, you know? If we can just sneak in, get her out. Ooh. I mean, I don't want to. I, I don't want to mess with your boys. Believe me. Um, perhaps there's a way we can distract them, get their attention. Uh, like what? I, I don't know. Create a diversion. Anything. Mm. Well, I like mean, they're listening they too. I mean, you may not be the one paying them, but you know, I'd like to think perhaps you've you've made a great friendship with them too down the road. Uh, mm, I think probably they'd probably, uh, yeah, they'd probably kill me for a silver. I'd probably kill them for a silver. At least you're honest. Okay, all right, so new plan. All right. Well, we'll try yours. We'll try uh, sneaking past your buddies, but, hmm. This is going to be tricky. They're probably going to see the door open. Is there another way out from that room? No, this is like the only way down. And uh, there's a few places down there. I think that there's some old rooms, empty rooms, but nah, this is really it. These stairs, only way down, only way up. One door into I mean, that. I would imagine with a house like this, there's secret passageways, maybe? I don't, I don't know. It, could yeah, there maybe. be? Yeah, maybe. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, do you think we should try and find one first? No, 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 no. I, I don't think we have the time. I don't know what the hell he's got to do to her. Oh, I think he cuts them up and that. Jesus, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting in there. Um, But yeah, no, I don't think we're getting past your boys, considering that might be the only door in and out. Okay, so we're going to have to create that, that diversion. Okay. And I'm going to need you to be the bait. Um, what, 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 what do you mean though? Like, when you say bait, like when you go trapping animals and that? Pretty much. Alright, yeah, no, I don't think that's a great idea. Maybe we can do something else. Like, I, I mean, you give me one of them gold bars, I'll just kill all the boys. Are you serious? It'd be loud and messy though, and the others will probably start coming down there. There's a few more upstairs. I mean, I think probably, let's see, what day is it? Yeah, I think everyone's home, so there's probably like 20. 20 boys in the ass upstairs depends if Nylora right. is here or not if Nylora is here then you're in even more trouble probably another another five for a lot they're a messy lot Ooh. and all let me tell you that yeah they're pretty oh. nasty bastards you think Lindis is the right little bastard at least he does his stuff in private she'll cut your eyes out in the middle of the town centre she will for fun Jesus if yeah. I had known this this guy was that crazy ay 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 I would have gotten Ellie out of there sooner oh they're all okay. crazy but they got the money to be crazy you know what I mean I think that's what it is sort of get Jeez. get rich get crazy 
You know what oh I mean? God. I mean, you're, you're, you've got a lot of gold there. You have. Yeah, and, but uh, I certainly ain't crazy. No, not yet, but you will He's be. Right. That's the thing. Anyway, you should probably be quiet. Oh. We're almost there. Okay. All right. If you think you can keep your, your buddies busy by uh, fighting them off, then all right, you'll be doing me a favor. I'll give you a... Heck, I'll even give you another gold bar. How's that? Two gold bars. Two gold bars. Kill those four bastards. Yep. Yeah, all right, I can do that. He pulls out a long sword from his hip. Uh, yeah, no, I think I can do that. It's gonna be messy though. Can you do it quietly? Is that possible? No. Damn it. Okay. Well, how about you lure them first, make some noise since they can't see you, and then you know, strike. All right, create a distraction. That's right. Yeah, roll. create a distraction. Get them somewhere far enough where you know it's it's only you and them. And then I can make my way through the door. Is that locked, by the way? What? Is the door locked? Hmm. Don't know. Well, shit. Hopefully not from the inside. Then you're in oh, real God. trouble, aren't you? Uh, oh, Jesus. Right, hang on, look. And he, he pokes his head around the corner, and you see ahead of you a, a hallway that stretches out maybe only like 30 feet or so. Um, and it's quite low ceilinged. Um, it's very dimly lit by a single torch outside of one of the doors in a, in a sconce. Um, but you can see that there are four men uh, standing in, in kind of a group a little bit further down, closer to where you are. Um, and they're all kind of just milling around. One of them's kind of leaning against the wall casually. Um, two of them are uh, like hitting each other. It's just fun style. Um, and one of them seems to be relatively alert. He kind of looks straight at you guys. Um, Vizlon. Oh. oh, wait, no, we're invisible. But he said back out. Um, and then says, right, tell you what I'll do. I reckon I can take old Mickey by surprise there. I'll grab him, put the sword up to his throat, and start moving backwards and speaking gibberish. They'll all look at me, you know what I mean? And then maybe you can get in there then. You know what? That don't sound like a bad idea. Right, I kind of like you. I don't know what the plan will be, really. I suppose I'll just try and kill them all. That works for me. That Yeah, that honestly works for me. If all you right. can keep your buddies busy while I'm trying to get my girl out of here, then yeah, no. Yeah, two gold bars, though, yeah? Yep, two gold bars. Punches you really hard. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, catch catch you in a bit. Yeah, all right. Don't die, please. Yeah. I need you. Yeah, well, you're my best friend, so... Okay. Oh. Let's see. <sighs> he walks down the uh, hallway. Now, the others don't see him. I'm going to roll a stealth for him. Oh, he's rolling really well today. Um, He just walks past them, and as he gets close to the one that's, like, guarding, the one that's guarding kind of, like, moves his head oddly as if he senses something's up, and uh, the uh, you see Vizlon turn to you and, like... The, the other guy's head is like right next to his and he pokes his tongue out to him like starts doing silly shit walking down the uh, the hallway he gets to the far end where the the guy that's closest to the door is and uh, grabs him round the throat For the, from the perspective of the other three there's suddenly one of them just gets grabbed oh what's going on oh um the uh, the sword is held up to his throat, and you hear Vizlon suddenly shout, "Right, you messy lot! It's me, Vizlon. Sorry to have to do this to you boys, but uh, you've been sold out. Yeah, I know. Don't worry, I'm not actually a ghost. I'm invisible. 
I've got a wizard friend now. And uh, he's paid me two gold bars to kill all of you. Sorry, boys. And you see him start to drag uh, this guy, Mickey, down the hall. Mickey's first. Who's next then? The other side. Oi, what's going on? Come on. No fucking around. Are you kidding? Oh, he's not. Oh, God. He's drawing blood. You see Mickey's throat kind of start to bleed a little bit as the, the iron of the sword is held up to it. He starts dragging him back. They all pull their swords out and start moving steadily down the hallway towards him as he drags Mickey backwards. Um, the door is left um, unguarded. What do you want to do? All right. Well, I'm going to go straight for the door and see if it's locked, if I can get in. Sure. Um, you're just trying to open it? Yep. I'm going to try and open it. Oh, you guys are learning. It opens. Um, inside, <gasps> inside, a few moments ago, the um, wrist strap starts to come undone for you. Give me another sleight of hand if you want to try and finish the job here as Lindis turns around um, with a very nasty looking scalpel um, and uh, he grabs a book and turns it open and, and says, um, so half elves, almost exactly the same really. Oh yeah, two lungs. Uh, heart? Yes, no, pr practically the exact same thing. Holds a uh, scalpel up and starts moving towards you with his nose in a book. Do you want to try and remove the hand? Yes. All right, roll me another sleight of hand check. 24. 24. <laughs> I think on a 24, he like, <laughs> he like brings his book down and your hand is free. And wh what do I you want to do? You want to punch him in the face. All right. Give me a... Um, I guess it would just be a, a strength. What are you What are you proficient in? Because let me see here. Uh, proficient... I have some strength, dex, constitution, and charisma. Mm. It would be a d20 One, plus uh, proficiency, too. So, yeah, just roll me a d20 plus two. Did I do it right? 20. Nice. That's a hit. Um, <laughs> let me see here. He's going to roll a constitution saving throw. He's very small and weak. Uh, what is your strength? Uh, it is four, 14. 14. So that's uh, plus one. Plus two. You... Yeah. Uh, I think you probably break his nose. He... Uh, he flies backwards. He stumbles into this um, tray of knives and things. They all fly around him. He falls to the ground. Ah, uh, you, you've broken my nose. How did you, you little shit? He grabs at one of the uh, knives at random on the table here. He picks up that horrible looking bulb blade thing. Well, it's on the ground. I'm going to try it. I'm going to free my other hand. <laughs> all right. Give me another sleight of hand check. Okay. I'm going to try to free my other hand is what I should say. Uh, crit. Yeah, as he's like turning around and going for the bowl blade, you're like, your arms are free. <laughs> as he turns yeah. back around, you're like sitting up. Um, your legs are still manacled. Yeah. Um. You can reach these yeah. knives, by the way. Oh, I grab a knife then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I grab the first thing that looks like a dagger. How's All right. That? Yeah, I think, um, <laughs> I think that's probably just one of these scalpels or the scissors. Okay, I grab the scissors. Yeah. What do you want to do? I'm going to stab him in the eye if I can. All right, give me an attack roll with a dagger. Okay. Ah, 13. 13 is a hit. He's fucking oh. small and weak and shit. He's got no stats. <laughs> He's nothing. Hey! Uh, yeah. How did you want to kill him? 
Oh, that's it. I just, yeah. he comes at me and I just stab him in the eye with a dagger. That's it. He's just dead. Like, yeah. I don't even try to make it fancy. I'm just pissed off and I kill him. He had four HP. Um, oh. You, um, yeah, Bo, you like bust in into this uh, door and uh, Ellie is like undoing her manacles um, on her on her legs here as the, um, the, the, and like there's just a guy on the ground with like scissors sticking out of his head um dead the blood all over him and uh ellie looks fine she's just undoing manacles here um ellie the door opens and there's no one there but you do hear a commotion from outside and you maybe catch the the this the, the back end of a an armed guard moving forward with a sword out as if he's heading down the hallway the door just opens like a like a creepy ghost i bring my scissors up my, they're not my scissors. I bring them up and I prepare to throw them at the door. And I, I calm her down. Don't, 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 don't. It's, it's, it's just me and and uh, the 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 leader of the the guards. Um, I I charmed him and he's now under my control. I'm getting. The, <sighs> looks like you didn't need help though. Jesus. No, I still do. Uh, help me undo these real quick. I gotta. Right, gotta right. So okay, all right. Start undoing my feet. And, and I uh, help Ellie undo her uh, her chains and stuff. What are yeah. we gonna do about the body? Oh, we're just gonna leave it here. Uh, I gotta find. Is my gear in the room? It is. Yeah. There's oh. a there's a like a satchel of uh, your stuff on the uh, on like a nearby oh, I table. I, 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 I start. Yeah. Well, I start. I start. I grab out. I at least grab the daggers out of there. Uh, I I drop the scissors. Grab the dagger. Uh, the venom dagger. And uh, we need to go. Let's go. Yeah. No. We we need to go. Uh, he's got a lot more boys up there. Also, I got a fat sack of. Gold, waiting oh, for us at the door. Something else for a second after this kid. I didn't need to hear that, you know. I thought maybe oh. you were going somewhere else with that for a second. So no, no, so, sorry, no. That's probably the, the last thing you want to hear. Let's let's just get the heck out of here. I'm not. The time. Uh, you know, I want to, and I start putting on like what clothing I did have. I'm like, you know, I'd love to get out of here, but I think I gotta finish the job. What do you and mean? I walk out. I walk out. I go in. I try to go into stealth, and then I walk out the door. Yeah, that's where we're gonna go to a break. Uh, <laughs> gotta finish that job um yes indeed uh, i have a fat sack got a fat sack um <laughs> real nice okay well here's some nice calming music for you all because upstairs <laughs> the rest of the family are blissfully ignorantly having dinner <laughs> they're definitely not eating dinner together they're not that kind of family they're each in their own individual rooms doing all their own individual things little do they know butcher of bame is in town um and uh when we come back we'll see what the heck you guys do with the rest of it some of you fighting a an angel and some of you uh being dragged around by an assassin and Bo uh, carrying his his fat sack Bo just dragging a chest of gold <laughs> to each room as you creep in like a murderous spider uh all right well thanks for watching everyone um we'll be back in a few minutes um if uh, you're interested, we did start a new mini-series show, by the way, this week called The Bystanders. And if you want to um, uh, catch a short... Is it six episodes? Eight, eight episodes. Um, Eight-episode show that is being run by a guest GM, Blue Jay, then uh, you can check that out. There's been one episode. It was on Thursday, and there's one every Thursday. So at the moment, we do have a Thursday show at 7.30 Eastern. Um, and you can catch the VOD of that as well if you want. Thanks for hanging out. We'll be back in a, in a few.
Welcome back to the stream. Um, it's me, Brad Woto, the uh, greatest GM of all time. Uh, probably in the top, what, 150? That's pretty good. I'll take it. All right, let's go back to the other side of town with the gang who are fighting a Seraph. Seraph gang. Let's rejoin you in your in your battle here. You are um, trying to deal with this thing that's flying around above you, acting like an, an a bird of prey, and you're the prey. Um, the Seraph did its turn. It fucked up Alvin a little bit. Um, sooner you're kind of running away, but it is your turn. What would you like to do? Um... Oof. Just see how far away I am. Let me just check something real quick, sorry. Yee. Um, so I look back behind me and I see that uh, Aura and Alvin are not running as per our plan. Um, Indeed, Aura has 100% betrayed you. Yes, terrible betrayal. Um, what is Aura wearing? <laughs> it's a very strange question, but... Same as you, isn't it? Aren't you wearing the same thing? Like that dark... Well, I guess if we were inside, I'd be wearing my gray or my green long coat and khakis and brown boots. She's going to turn your clothing into snakes, by the way. I, I am not going to do that. Okay. Um, I am going to cast darkness on Aura's bow. That's what you have out, right? Yes. I have right. out. All right. I'm going to cast darkness on Aura's bow, which is going to envelop both you and Alvin in a magical darkness that you cannot see through, but hopefully neither can this Seraph. Dark vision does not work. Let's give Aura, ironically, an Aura. What uh, is the size of this thing? A uh, 15 foot radius sphere, and it will follow with her. So, should look like that. Mm hmm. Okay. So, that area around you is darkness, which is a good point. I should always learn because you do funky stuff like this. I should see how these things see. Okay. All right. Um, and then I'm going to run towards them. All right. Because that's absurd. Okay. Because they can't see, so I doubt they're going to... Yeah, so I'm going to go right there. Yep. Uh, okay. Why is that now? Like that. Okay, good. Um... All right, so suddenly you are enveloped in darkness. Alvin goes, ah! Uh, and starts freaking out. I can't see. I can't see. What's happened? I've gone blind. 
Be quiet, quiet, Alvin. No, I think it's just a spell. Just had a clarifying. Is it just the longbow that has the spell on it? You also can't see anything, by the way. No, yes. I know. But it's is it attached to the longbow? So if I yes. give the longbow to Alvin. Yeah. Okay. It would be on the longbow, yeah. You could leave the longbow there and move and the, the aura wouldn't move. Okay. So is it my turn or is it still Suna's turn? It's your turn, uh, sorry. Your turn. Okay. I'm going to hastily pass the longbow oh. to... Sorry, one second. I do have a bonus action that I could potentially use. You are absolutely right. Hold on. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I will do Expeditious Retreat again, which is a bonus action, which will allow me to dash directly to you. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so then I can see through the spell. Um, so I will reach you. Um, shh, Laura, Alvin, it's me. I cast darkness. I need you to be very quiet and hold on to me, and I'm going to guide us out of here. You were supposed to keep on going. I'm not leaving you behind. Don't be absurd. Okay, so if it's quiet now. What if I run out and surprise no. it? Quiet my now. Sword. We're going. I had my hand on my greatsword, so I'm just going to follow Asuna's lead. Okay. Do you hand the bow over still? I was starting to hand it over to Alvin, and then she came into the darkness with us, so I, um, I'm still going to hold on to it. Okay. So, um, yeah, you want to move? Which way are we going? Uh, I will hold my arm out. Uh, with the walking stick so that you can feel it. Okay. Which way did you point it? Uh, straight ahead, like towards the town. Okay. Then I guess, can I move the whole group 30 feet? I'll allow you to move the whole group 30 feet if that's what everyone wants to do. Okay. But during this time, the Seraph lands on the ground. So, I'm going to do some funky shit instead of uh, trying to figure out the calculations of turn-based movement as group. I'm going to roll a d6. The Seraph lands on the ground. It's just a ball of darkness. Um, and it lands, its wings curling in behind it. Um, and she brings the, the partisan upwards. The, there is no um, crack of thunder, no bolt of lightning. Uh, Seraph just brings the, brings the, uh, the, the sphere up, the partisan, and just launches it into the ball of darkness. Let's see. Sooner, roll me a d3. Or is one, you're two, Alvin's sure. three. Three. Alvin, this is a disadvantaged, uh, attack here. Twelve. Uh, his AC is thirteen. So you guys are in the darkness when there's suddenly a um in front of where you are. You can see this, right, Suna? You can see through the yes. magical darkness. Yeah. You mm -hmm. see her throw the partisan. It lands like a a 
inch above Alvin's head into the side of the uh, the house. And then it dematerializes and reappears in her hand. She brings it back up again and looks around to where you guys are. As a group, you can all move 30 feet somewhere. Will that remove my ability to act next turn? Um, no. Okay. Then yes, I'll move 30 feet with the group towards town. Okay. Uh, I can way. move you all, so I'll just yeah. move you to... Was it there? Is that correct? Where Aura was, five feet ahead. Uh, and then, yeah, you can you can have your turn. Um, I'm going to use a sorcerer point. This is absurd. I'm going to use a sorcerer point. I'm going to drop the fucking darkness on us, and I'm going to cast it on the Seraph. Now that I know that she can't see. Okay. Um, and I'm going to cast it on what is she wearing? What item is she holding? I wanted to do the staff, but I it seems to disappear and then reappear, and I don't think that that would be wise. Yeah. So she, armor um, or any kind of like adornment or... She actually is naked. She doesn't have anything on, but she has like... Her her skin is strange, it, it, and there are elements to it that, that are feathered. Um, where she's tiefling, um, can I cast has, it on her wings? She has a tail. She has wings that are feathered and white. She has um, horns, and but her skin scales in ways, um, somewhat covering her modestly, but also somewhat not. Um, but she has like thick um, skin in, in places, lizard-like kind of scales that run up her body in, in varying areas. Um, but she is actually wearing nothing. She's literally just, the only item she seems to have is the partisan. Um, what's the, can you only cast it on an item? Is that the issue? I think so, an object, yeah. Um, if I want it to move, right? Yeah, her wings aren't an, an object, they're literally part of her body. Um, it says, um, from a point you choose within range. I'm if gonna, you point, you, if the something. point you choose is an object you are holding or one that isn't being worn or carried, then it will emanate from the object and move with it. I'm googling something else. <laughs> um. Oh. Could That's I cast it on a feather? Um. No. In her wing. It's still part of her, isn't it? Let's mm. see. Mm. Well, it doesn't. It, it does say if the point you choose is an object that you're holding or one that isn't being worn or carried, then it would emanate from that object. Um, from a point you choose, um, blah 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 blah. If the point you choose is an object you are holding or one that isn't being worn or carried. Mm. So that means you actually can't cast it on things that are being worn or carried, but I'm sure we can let it slide. Uh, completely over... Yeah, I, I mean, you really, all you can do is cast it on the ground, I think, around, okay. or the, the partisan. But that's magical. It's oh, and it's being carried, right? actually. That's the rule. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. The ground. Hmm. 
There's plenty of shit on the ground, like rocks and stuff that you could use, but it wouldn't take a good No, I'll on keep them. it on us then. I'll keep it on us then. I'm not going to drop it on us then. Okay. Darkness back up on you. Um... Yeah, I can't, uh, I, I have to concentrate on this, so I won't do anything else. All right. Just move when we move. Yeah. So you can all move as one after the Seraph's turn. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, well, Aura, are you doing anything on your turn? Anything crazy? No, I'm just going to move us all again. All right. Uh, I think Alvin probably figures the same thing. Um, in fact, no, Alvin is going to cast Cure Wounds on himself. That's what Alvin's going to do. Why would he not? Uh, let's see. What it is? Yeah. Wow. Damn. He's so fucking good. Um, <laughs> he gets max healing. He does 10 heals to himself. You see him, uh, concentrate for a moment. And then, uh, like, hold a hand to his own face. And then a, a wave of healing magic runs across his, his body. The way he does it is strange, though. It lifts all of his hair up. Um, and uh, there's, like, a there's a dimmed bright brightness that you can make out through the darkness for just a, a moment. And then uh, he heals himself. The Seraph. Hmm. What's the Seraph going to do? Seraph's going to fucking roll 1d6. Two. Uh, same thing, I think. The, the Seraph... Let's see why the Seraph would know what's going on. The Seraph knows exactly what spell you cast. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, but... Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter, I guess. Same thing. So, um... The Seraph walks calmly behind where you guys are. Walking along. Lifting up her partisan. She brings it behind her back. And then throws it once again into the darkness. Can you roll me a d3 again sooner? Sure. Three. Alvin again. Let's see. <laughs> Disadvantage because of the uh, the darkness here. 14 is a hit because it's a 14 or a 17. So in the darkness here, you suddenly see the 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 partisan um, fly sooner. Alvin suddenly lets out a cry. Ah! As the 10 healing damage is removed, he's suddenly brought down uh, as this partisan, this big metal bar runs through his, his leg at the back. He hits the ground. You see a, a wash of blood run out over the partisan as it dematerializes, leaving just a hole in his leg and a rush of blood running down it onto the snow there. He loses that 10 again. Oh, my leg. Oh, what is it? I can't see. What is happening? Um... No noise from the Seraph, as you see once again, the, the Partisan reappears in, in her hand. And, uh, she continues to stalk you in the darkness. You guys' turns. Uh, I reach out and I grab Aura's hand and I just give it a gentle squeeze. And then I cast Mind Spike. Jesus. Is mind spike. 
You reach into the mind of one creature you can see within range. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, taking 3d8 psychic damage on a failed save or half, half as much on a successful one. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, uh, mind spike. Mm, wisdom save coming in. Seven. Nope. Fail. Okay, so, um... Roll me the damage. Would you say 3d8? 12. 12. Roll me an Arcana check. Oh boy. Nine. Mm. You get no feedback um, from the mind spike. So, um, how does this one look? Oh, I think it looks like uh, dark, shadowy swords that kind of materialize in front of her, like in front of her skull, and then just go in. Yeah, and suddenly everyone Very can see because it un yeah. drops the darkness. But you see the the serif thing um, bring this partisan up, and then suddenly its head is like snapped backwards. The little smile wiped off of it as uh, it moves its head. You. Uh, in fact, everyone give me perception checks. I'll give Alvin one as well. Well, that's, he didn't see nothing. He's looking at his leg. Oh, shit, I got a hole in my leg. He says, reaching down again as if he's going to heal himself once more. Um, 13 on aura, perception sooner. Sorry, perception? Yeah. Nine. All right, aura, you, you see weird shit. Um, where the Seraph's eyes were too wide at times and its mouth was too big, you see them, the, the eyes go around the side of her head, up towards where her horns are, like a bird for a moment. Her nose elongates and twists in a strange way, and her mouth opens in a, in what looks like a silent scream. It doesn't make any noise whatsoever, um, before it shakes the effects off and its face returns to, a normal shape again as it stumbles forwards, bringing this partisan up trying to reach up towards the sky and summon up another one of those lightning arcs. Um, you, you see this, like, this happens in, like, half a second, uh, but you you catch it. Um, Sooner, it's still your turn. Um... I'm gonna stay here. Uh, bye, Alvin. All right. Aura, your turn. I'm going to draw my sword and charge it. Okay. And try to stab it in the chest. All right. Give me the attack roll. Okay. Nine. Nine is a miss. Yeah, you um, run forward, bringing the, the great sword up. And I think you're like, you you thrust forward with a, with a, a lunge that's on target. But the Seraph brings this partisan down and... Um, it hits the sword in a way that, like, you you watching it think that there, there's no way it's going to parry this at all. But it pushes the sword with what looks like quite a decent amount of ease. Um, as if you were a child, you know, and, and, you know, you were going up against an adult and you had, like, a little toy sword. It just bats it to one side with a perfect parry and it sends you to, to, the, uh, to the right of the Seraph as it... Um, it takes more of a, a, a combat stance of its own in front of you, bringing the partisan down in two hands and looking at you now closely. 
Um, you want to do anything else? Um, I. No, I'm just going to stay here. All right. Alvin's going to cure himself. Once more. He grabs at his leg. He's kind of down on one knee as he, he grabs at his leg and heals the wound somewhat closed with uh, four healing damage. You see him grab his leg. Oh, shit. What happened? Don't get me right Freaking Lance. Oh, shit. What have I done up there? You'll be all right. You'll be all right. But we can't run. We have to stay and fight. Okay. Um, he kind of steals himself. It looks like he's probably going to take some shots next turn. Uh, he stands near you. The Seraph. See here. Recharge. 1d6. You mean the fake Seraph. 4. The, um... Holy about that creature. <laughs> seraph. Um... Yeah, it doesn't seem to summon up... You, you see it try and summon up a spell or something, some sort of arcane energy, but it doesn't do anything. Instead, it um, it attempts to use the um, you being slightly off balance and attempts to thrust the partisan towards you. Um, aura. On a 25, I'm going to guess that's a hit. Um, aura comes running at this thing. It bats the, uh, bats the sword out of the way, summons up some energy, doesn't do it, brings it down, uses its own momentum to thrust the... Uh, the partisan and it strikes pretty true or this thing pierces your side opening up a pretty nasty wound i think you guys behind aura suddenly see um a welt of red spread out from the point of this partisan as it sticks out from probably behind your back on a 15 damage strike there and it brings the thing back or letting out a cry as the uh serif smiles at you again aura um, silently standing in front of you. So and I take uh, it spreads 15? its wings wide. 15, yeah, you take 15 piercing damage. Okay. Spreads its wings out, but not in a, an attempt of flight. It just kind of makes itself big and um, brings its its partisan down again in a, in a standard looking combat stance with a lance. Sooner. I don't have a lot of strength in me left, so I'm trying to decide if I use it all in one big attack or if I just delay a little bit longer. And I think uh, I'm going to use... I'm going to cast another spell. I'm going to cast Mind Spike again. All right. I will give you a wisdom save. Uh, Natural 20, no. Yeah, no, that's that. I would imagine that that's fine. Well, um, on a failed save, on a, uh, half as much. It still takes half the damage. That's correct. Uh, 3d8, right? Hmm. Nine. So that is four. Uh, you see it happen again. The smile is wiped off its face suddenly as its its head twists awkwardly at one angle in front of you, Aura. Um as uh, Suna casts this spell, it does seem to affect it. You see its, its eye bulge and, and close with a brief moment of uh, 
pain and, and then it continues its stance. So I've never actually done this before, but if I if I use a sorcery point to twin this spell, do I just cast it again? Um, I can't remember what twin spell does. Read me it. Uh, sorry, let me switch to the tab. Um, when you cast a spell that targets only one creature and doesn't have a range of self, you can spend a number of sorcery points equal to the spell's level to target a second creature. Uh, oh, never mind. I thought I could just cast it twice. Right. Yeah. So no. That, yeah. That's the one where you can do too. Yeah. Okay. Um. So no. Then I don't want to do that. Yeah. Okay. Stay in there. Yep. All right. Um. Alvin shouts out from behind you, Aura, and says, "Are you okay? I haven't got any more curing spells." I don't. I mean, I, I'm pretty hurt, so I just kind of look over my shoulder and just, I don't want him coming over here. So I'm not going to respond. He's like, he looks like he's going to go help. forward, but he's not. She needs help, Elvin. I don't know what to do. I can only, I can't use all my spells on myself. Okay. He uh, looks up at you and says, Aren't you a witch? Can't you do something? I'm, I'm trying, Elvin. I'm trying very hard. The uh, turn is yours, Aura. Sure is. Um, I'm gonna. Hmm. I. Sorry, I'm looking through all these spells I have. Um. I, I'm gonna do I'm, I'm gonna do cure wounds on myself because if I get hit again I'm just gonna go down okay so I'm I'm just I'm gonna touch this fresh wound on my on me and and cast cure wounds on myself all right roll it up okay seven I'll take it Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, I have a bonus action, it. but if you move away um, from this thing, you will. Uh, no. It's gonna it's probably gonna hit you again. Well, I don't have any spell slots left, so. I. I'm just gonna hang tight. All right, Alvin. Fires a longbow shot. On a 12, I think he misses. He, like, we see him kind of, like, aiming, um, but you're in the way, kind of, and he's he's extra hesitant. It's a shot that he could make every day, but he doesn't do it today. He kind of double guesses where it is, and he lets fly in it. <laughs> you see an arrow launch fly past you and past the Seraph. Oh, shit. Oh, I don't know what we're supposed to do now. Um, the Seraph... Brings the partisan back. Um, watches you and your hesitant moves. You heal yourself. And uh, readies another partisan strike. That's where we're going to flip for the other two. Fucking hell. Um, back in the... Back in the Pyreheart Manor. 
a slightly different scene <sighs> is uh, is probably playing out here. Um, I, I'm not doing anything wrong. <laughs> as uh, you two creep out and head upstairs. Both of you give me stealth rolls. Uh, I did one right before we, we faded out. I got a 16. Oh, yeah, Do you want me to redo it? 16. No, that's fine. Uh, okay. Give me one. Uh, I'd like to go past the guy that... The guards. Are we going to go past them? Yeah, this is what this is for. I assume you want to sneak past them Thank while they you. fight. Um, As you, like, creep out, Bo is still invisible, but you can kind of hear him or smell him or something. I don't know. He's got an extremely powerful cologne on, probably, like, dupe. Uh, medieval oh, I'd like dupe. to think I have a wonderful aroma. Yeah, yeah I, can, I know what he smells like by now. I can smell him. Whatever he smells like is what you're able to follow him with. Um, yeah. And uh, the two of you head out. You can see at the end of the corridor, there's like a... A, a frightened looking guard um holding up at his uh his throat like kind of doing this at nothing like it's like holding something um you can see three other guards with their swords out edging forwards um and uh you can hear a, a voice from down the hallway from no one speaking just saying come on in boys what you got hey come on Let's see what you got. What do what I train you? Train you to be a bunch of little boys. Bunch of little boys. Come on, men. Um, and then you guys creep past and head down the no. hallway. There's, no. I whispered a bow. We need to take him out. All right. Well, we'll help him out. I mean, I, I paid him off. He deserves, uh, you know, an extra hand. Yeah, we should probably uh, get rid of these guards that he's trying to fight. Because if, if that's whatever you did to him, if that, I'm assuming you cast a spell. Yeah, I, I charmed him, which uh, he's going to remember everything by the time. Yeah, uh, we're going to need to take these guys out because once that's over, I don't want him coming after us. Through that. I mean, I, I paid him. I, I, I'm I not think... talking about him. We got to get the others. Oh, oh, well, true enough. Yep. All right. Let's take care of him. Okay. What's the plan? What do you guys do? I bring out my bow and I fire an arrow. Yeah. Bow, what are you doing? I'm going to take out my short bow, too. My short uh, crossbow, light crossbow, rather. All right. There's a lot of people in this house, so there's no um, battle map. So we give me attack rolls. Oh, <laughs> I drop my bow or break it? I don't know. Uh, you roll me a d20. Oh, no. Okay. Uh-oh. A spider spawns from your bow. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be something like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh uh, the one thing. Um, are, you wound yourself. Roll me a d6. I wound myself? Yes. Whoops, I did not type that right. Okay. Two. Yeah, I don't know what exactly you do to wound yourself, but you take two HP from blood loss. What do you what what do you think you did here? I, I think uh, when I went to grab it, I misplaced something when I put all my gear back on and accidentally like stabbed myself in the thumb or something. Yeah, you just, just open like, up a nasty cut on your thumb. Yeah. So I draw back and there's just like blood dripping now. <laughs> and then there's a from Bo's crossbow. Give me a uh, give me the damage. Four. You see like the middle one of these three guards just on the ground. Two of them turn around and they go, oh shit. She's free! Uh, uh, and they start looking back and forth. Um, you hear from the, the other end of the hall that Vizlon. Ah, you were supposed to sneak past. All right, well, I guess it's all out war. And then you just, you don't know why, but the guy in, in front of him, his neck just bursts open in blood and oh, he falls downwards. Um, there's a rush of footsteps. 
and uh, you see like a, a you see a barrel just break, and then oh, oh! you 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 hear the sound of someone falling over who's invisible. Oh jeez. The two other guards turn around. Um, one looking at you, Ellie. One looking at you. Uh, one looking at the, uh, the the chaos that's happening behind them. Oh, and, look at me. Uh, I didn't hit you. I, like, they can't the see him. Bo's oh, invisible, oh. remember? Uh, <laughs> is it a spell? He's invisible. Like, yeah. Vizlon's oh. invisible. No, I'm, I still do it. I point to Bo. Don't look at oh. me. He shot you. So I just look insane. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just think you look mad. Um, all right, let's see here. So the one that's running towards you suddenly is going to attack you, Ellie. Oh, God. I probably should have made you invisible too, Ellie. <laughs> what does the spell end when you attack, attack people? Um, I think so, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yours does drop. Yes. Yeah, good shout. Yep. Um, he's still going to attack you, Ellie. He saw you first. Oh, I'm fine. I mean, I guess. I'm not, I mean, I'm not fine, but okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's going to miss. He um, lunges forward with the... With the um, the sword here and then you definitely move out of the way maybe you've got a dagger out and you just push his arm out of the way and he kind of hits the wall He's, he seems to be overwhelmed with confusion um he, the other one swings wildly at the air above where a, a, an invisible vislon is like standing up brushing himself off um all you see is bits of wood falling to the ground and then uh yeah you two give me attack rolls again if you want to fire again I point to the guy swinging at the invisible guy. Well, I guess he's not invisible anymore, but uh, I'm like, Bo, take out that one. And then I'm going to take out my, my dagger. 14. 14 and 21. Two hits. 8 and 9. Yeah, it's like um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, where you just kind of back up mm -hmm. and then you take those two out. Vizlon standing up as the invisibility wears off of him says, Hey, what the, what the fuck is that? Oi! He oh. uh, brings out his sword and says, uh, Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Don't go anywhere. Let me think this oh, through. Uh, I look at I look at Bubba. I'm like, hey, you still want to play him? I, I, I think uh, the charm's wearing off. Um, I think I may have to do it again. You fucking charm or, me. Uh, you fucking charm me, old man. Oh, well, okay, sake. listen here, all right? I, 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 I charmed you, yes, but I paid you off, too. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, so, I ain't so seen one fucking bit. Give me the gold. Give me all the gold. I'll take all the gold. I'm out of a job no, anyway. No, I'll take no, the no, old no, fucking no. thing, actually. I think, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the old <laughs> fucking thing. Our agreement was two gold bars, okay? I shoot yeah, an arrow right next to his head. All right, give me an attack roll. 26. Perfect shot, yeah. Alright, I'll take off the gold then, yeah? Back off. I'll take off, you two yeah. take off. We'll I, get I, out. I bring the arrow back again. Alright, two I, gold I, bars, alright? You leave me two gold <laughs> bars by the door. That's right. Alright, or I'm gonna hunt you down, old man. And I, little, I, little I, girl. I, I keep pro- well, okay, I promise, and I don't break a promise. Okay, cool, yeah, now you're bars. gonna tell us- Actually, you know what? Throw in one more gold bar, and you're gonna tell us where everybody's at. Alright. He uh, maps out the whole house for you. Like after, like he just he grabs uh, like a bit of chalk off the ground and just maps the entire house out for you. And there's a a, a little uh, montage of him just pointing all of these different rooms. Roll me a D four, okay. Ellie. Four. How do you approach the room? <laughs> I honestly of, kind uh, of want to I kind of want to 
stealth through the house, lock all the doors, and set it on fire. Oh. Okay. It's a really, really big manor house. Is it? How many doors would there be, though, out? So many. Um, this place is... I think I can give you exact numbers, because I based it on a real building, and it's fucking huge. Okay. Um... There are four targets in the house. No, yeah. five targets in the house. Burning it down would... I don't know if you'd be able to make a big enough fire quick enough for them to not escape eventually. I'm just telling you this information as an assassin, you would know. <laughs> Small little yeah. house, burn it down. They're all dead. Big fucking place. They're probably going to find a way out. You know where each of them are? Okay, fine. I won't burn down the house. I'll just burn their rooms. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'll walk in. Uh, you can, yeah. you can, I, I, I'm, I'm allowing, I will let you kill all of them. Um, if you roll a couple of dice. Okay. Um, the first thing I want to do if though you wanna, is check If you want a montage the, of, of you killing them. I want to, I want to <laughs> check the curse first. How's the curse it feeling? is itching from the two kills you just made. Two? And, um. Yeah. Would it be itching for more, or One just kill? like, wow, okay. One kill. Um, the inky little tattoo curse mark grows a little bit, and it, it just uh -huh. itches a little bit, I think, for now. You can feel like you normally do. That rush of wind for a moment as it hits you. I take Bo with me. I, well, if Bo lets me, I take him with me. Yeah. Oh, of course, I'd go anywhere. With, what? Okay, let's go. <laughs> and, uh... If you would like to activate the murder montage, please press A. I, A, I am. I'm going to um, activate the montage, but I'm going to try and des decide if Ellie would be... Okay, I'm going to flip a coin and decide if Ellie would be smart enough to let someone else do the killing or if she'd do it herself. Does that make sense? If she knows the mark's growing every time she murders. Up to you. Uh, one I do, two I don't. I don't. <laughs> okay, I kill them all. I'm gonna sneak up to their room, and I'm literally just gonna slit all their throats while they sleep. Yeah. So you, the first room you come to is the room of, um, is the room of the 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 guy that runs the logging business and mills. The eldest son of the house, Clark Pyerhart. He's about forty-one or so. Um, he has. Uh, the second biggest room in the house and it's relatively close to where you guys are um, as you are as you sneak upstairs you find two or three men on the way up there um, do you want to kill them too are they servants they're guys that work as guards for the house mm, I don't think I have a way of knocking them out so you can try and sneak past them you'll both have to roll me stealth oh rolls. yeah I'll, I'll sneak I'll try to sneak past alright give me stealth rolls 19. Uh, yeah, the two of you, uh, you see you two creeping behind two guards as they walk down a hallway. There's a moment where we, the camera sees the, the guards, turns to the right, and there's just Bo with like a pot on his head, um, and Ellie's just nowhere to be seen. It turns back, they walk past, turns back, Bo lifts the pot off of his head, and Ellie, like a spider, appears from the roof. Um, and the two of you continue down the hallway, and you come to the first room, um, 
Clark is uh, sitting at like a big desk. He's got mm. lots of like um, vellum paper, scrolls. Um, you can see manifest after manifest, all these things. There's a few sacks of um, uh, um, silver and gold that he's like counting through and he's got some things that he's um, weighing up. Um, how do you kill him? Describe the scene. I feel like it's one of those scenes where it's just someone just suddenly appears out of like just thin air right behind the guy and that's when the knife is right at his throat and I just slit it. I yeah. just sitting at the There's like a window behind him. Um outside it's still daytime. There's there's this expanse of snow that spreads out, mm-hmm. some forest in the in the distance. Um you can see some buildings that are a little further away that are this is on the um, the western side of the house so there's like some logging buildings and mills um, that you can see in the distance and then they're kind of overshadowed by you this guy is sitting there for a moment and then suddenly his neck is opened and you've got him by the top of the uh, the top of his head and you pull the knife across his throat as you do so we see that curse mark grow on your hand camera side swipes to Bo what, what is Bo doing at the doorway oh well, I'm gonna uh, creep in and then, uh, well, as his body drops, I rummage through the fella's pockets, see yeah. if he's got anything nice. Yeah, roll me. his head on the desk over the papers that he was working on. Just okay. completely ruining them. Yeah, it's, it's spread, this blood just spreading out over this, um, all of these papers that are just boring manifests and logging things. And um, yeah, Bo, roll me two uh, D20s. Ooh. Damn. That's 20 silver and 15 gold. You can add those to your uh, winnings so far. Um, the rest of this room... I look at Bo and I'm like, you're sharing that later, right? Oh, of course. I'm sharing it with everybody. Okay, good. We can <laughs> all split it. The rest of the room, uh, there's there's some bits and bobs that might be worth stuff, but to, to take all of these things, is you're going to end up over-encumbered like Skyrim. Um, yeah. So you probably pocket the gold and then head to the next one. Roll me a d3. Okay. You head down the hallway and uh, no guards um, as you come to uh, a room with a doorway that's already open. Um, sleeping half naked. Um, the top half of his body is covered. His lower half is hanging off of the bed. Um, naked as the day he was born. A shaft of light through some closed curtains. There's the smell of wine. He's holding a an empty... Um, uh, wine glass on his bed, a little bit of wine dribbling over the, the sheets, uh, is Rayson Pyheart, the, the drunken um, younger brother. He is uh, maybe around 30, 36. He's somewhere in, in his 30s. He is a complete... He's completely asleep. How do you kill this one? Is he like... Is he uh, just one of those inebriated asleeps where it's hard to wake up? Oh, he's so out of it. Yeah, he's like, he's just a completely drunken I'm gonna state. Open his mouth and pour poison in. Okay. Um, how, what, what is it? Quick acting poison or? Yeah. All right. Quick acting poison. You see him just sit there, like laying on this bed for a moment. Suddenly his eyes open and he starts to choke. <laughs> this foam and pink foam starts to bubble up in his mouth and then he starts to cough up red um, and then deeper red and then choke choke before he grips his his 
throat, his purpled face um, falling slack as he dies on his bed. What? Um, I, I look at Bo and I'm like, you gonna search him too? Yep, Pointing I'm, like his I'm, man bits. Oh, oh God, he's not even wearing anything. He's naked, ew. I'm gonna I'm gonna look around the room, see if he's yeah. got anything nice. Give me an investigation check. Ellie, your hand itches again. The curse mark grows. It's probably now kind of looking like a fingerless glove almost on, on yeah. your on your hand. Twenty-two, you find uh oh I closed it. I'm an idiot. Um roll me another D twenty. Uh huh. You find um, in here there is like lots of um, fine clothing, um, but really nothing of worth outside of just a. a you could each take probably a, one set of fine clothes each that were designed for a man, but that's up to you. Whether actually, you know what? He probably would have all sorts of women's clothes in here. So if you want to take a one set each of like exceptional clothing. You can I'd do probably that. take it because I already gave mine away. Yeah. So add to your um to your equipment fine clothes or exceptional clothes. Just just unbelievably okay. nice, rich, super fancy uh clothing. The type of thing that you'd wear to like a ball or something like that, like a shirt and pants. Um okay. that kind of thing. And uh yeah, other than that, he doesn't seem to have anything. It's like he squanders all his money away, or maybe they don't trust him with any. Um he just doesn't seem to have any coin in here at all. The only thing of worth are these clothes. There's a lot of wine bottles and, and whiskey bottles. If you wanted to take a bottle of wine, you could. Yeah, let's take one for the road. All right. God, bottle this wine. is like shopping, but better. It's free. Yeah, roll me a D2, <laughs> Ellie. One. One. Um, uh, the next floor up, you head up to where... Um, the master bedroom is. This is where the mayor, the house leader, um, and his wife Thane sleep. However, when you head in there, the mayor is nowhere to be seen, but the wife is sat at um, at a table, like a, a, um, a dressing table. Um, and she's like brushing her hair. Um, she's sitting like she's uh, getting ready for the day kind of thing, as opposed to um, uh, going to bed. Like she looks like she's just woken up. The bed looks kind of unraveled. Um, you can see that uh, entering this room would be a little more difficult than the others. Roll me a stealth check. Nineteen. Yeah, even though she can see the doorway, um, do you actually want to creep in? Because you can wait until Ellie kills things and then go in, Bo. Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna. Outside. <laughs> you guys like look around the corner and you can see that there's a mirror that can see the doorway very easily and she's just kind of like combing her hair she looks like she's preparing herself for the day as um uh yeah as ellie how do you kill fane pyre heart uh since i can see that there's a mirror i just step around the corner and uh just unleash an arrow really fast yeah there's and where do you hit her head just back of the head mm-hmm. yeah she Brushing her hair for a moment. Next minute, boom! She uh, face plants the the desk there. A trickle of blood running down the side of her face, across her cheek, and spreading out, pulling on the dressing table, dripping onto the ground as Bo tentatively steps in. Um, <laughs> you were gonna try and steal things from here too? 
Yes. All right, give me another uh, investigation check. And I don't see the guy, the, the the husband anywhere. He doesn't appear to be in here, no. Okay. Nine, uh -huh. not as good of a investigation check, but you do find stuff. Roll me a, um, a uh, d20 again. Seven, you find a, um, an, you find a little bit of money. Roll me another d20. You find six gold in here. It doesn't seem like this is the place where they keep gold. Um, you do find what you, it might sell. It might be useful. You find a, a, a relatively well, um, uh, drawn out local map of the area. Um, a bit like the the back of the card that you guys had. Um, it seems to cover that same kind of area. The area around the, the woods the most and then spreads out towards where the river is. Um, and it seems to mark where the town is. It looks like the town is a little smaller, like the map was a little older when it was made. But it, it manages to cover the area relatively well. So you have a decent local map. Um, and you also find a ring. Uh, it is her wedding ring, if you want to take it off of her hand. Oh, um, I think it. <laughs> I chop off her finger and give it to Bo. <laughs> you oh, get a bloody okay. blood-stained blood wedding ring. I, I just carefully take it from from Ellie. Yeah, and it, it's an extremely well-crafted golden ring. Um, you can see that it would be worth a lot. How much? You don't know. Um, but you can add that to your list. Make sure you're adding this stuff down, by the way, because I'm not writing it down. Um. I was gonna say, is someone writing this down? <laughs> if you're not writing it down, it will just be it. like it fell out of your pocket and into the sewer and is gone. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you guys creep out, um, heading down the the uh, hallway. You come to an area where there are. Um, it, it looks like um, an area that's just set outside of the kitchen for um, staff to maybe eat in. Um, it's maybe where the um, uh, the bowler hat guys meet and hang out. It's it's like just a uh, a dining room that isn't anywhere near as extravagant as the one that's on the screen. Uh, just a few tables set around, and then beyond that, you can smell the smells of the food that was being cooked and prepared previously um, coming through. The people that are in this room, you see four of those bowler hat guys, and you see a woman that Vizlon described to you as Nylora. Higher heart. Um, he described her as a bitch, but she knows how to fight, and um, she often trains alongside and hangs out with the men that 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 the uh, that Vizlon was a part of. Um, how do you want to kill everyone in this room? How many are there in here? Again, four men and uh, the the pie heart. She's the youngest child of the the pie hearts that isn't Lindis. How old is she? Maybe twenty. She looks. Okay, so she's an adult. Um. <laughs> yeah, the youngest one is Lindis, and he was uh, 17, and you already killed him. Eh, well, that you know guy that's also the lowest was going to cut. He was going to be Ed Gein, so. <laughs> Everyone in this family is lawful evil. Actually, uh, Lindis is. Ma yeah, actually, no, he's probably lawful evil. I'd like to pop out of stealth, send an arrow flying through her, and then try to either run or go back into stealth. All right, give me a stealth check. Okay. 20. There's um, chaos as we see the scene after you've already left. Um, as the four men are like 
wildly um, accusing each other and but confusedly. Um, uh, what did you do? What happened? Oh god, she's dead. Oh fuck. What are we gonna do? How are we gonna tell? Oh fucking hell. Oh shit. We're gonna. Oh, which one of you? Did you do it? Where did that come from? What the fuck is that? Um, we then cut to you two walking away down the hallway. Bo with like a drumstick in his mouth, eating the chicken as he, you you throw him a, a drumstick of uh, pheasant um, leg. As uh, yeah, the, and and we see the um, youngest uh, uh, living pie heart now dead. Um, arrow probably through one eye, head kind of held back as someone is shaking her, and. Um, yeah, her own, like, knife that she had in her hand as she was, like, throwing a knife up and down. She's kind of like a, um, she fancies herself to be a bit of a fighter, but she's nothing compared to one of the Assassin's Guild, um, falls to the ground. You, um, have one, really one last room to check where, um, the mayor might be the study. Um, is that where you guys head next? Yeah. Oh. As Bobo's eating, I'm gonna head to the study. Yeah, it's um, it's down a set of stairs in one of the towers, um, in an in an adjacent tower to where the mortuary was, and you guys head down those stairs towards the uh, the final room, and that's where we switch to the other gang again, <laughs> back to the fight. After all the murder comes some murder, um, so. You lot fighting the Seraph on the other side here. You, um... Aura, you see the Seraph bring down the Partisan in, and she looks as if she's going to thrust it towards you once again. Incoming attack. Let's see how she does this time. A 21... The Partisan launches forward again. Striking Aura. A perfect hit. 15 again. Wow. It's like she does a flat 15, which she doesn't. Um, you still up? The I am not up. Partisan strikes Aura. And for a moment, she's still standing. Um, from the back, Alvin and Suna, you see Aura standing there. And then the, the um, sword in her hand, the heavy greatsword hits the snow lifts up a bit of the snow and you see uh, blood once again running through her clothing seeping out as the uh, the seraph leaves the partisan in aura as she falls backwards and hits the snow with the partisan sticking up um, the seraph just holds a hand up the partisan reappearing in her hand away from aura and then the blood seeping out onto the snow once again um, Aura didn't channel future Aura today. You are KO right now. So you're on death saving throws. Um, you're not dead. You're bleeding out in the snow as it stands. Um, Alvin kind of shouts out, Aura! And he looks like he's going to like scramble forward and, and, and uh, run towards where she is. The Seraph is now looking at you sooner. Um... What do you want to do your turn? I am going to use the last of the chronomancy for the day. 
and I'm going to accelerate myself again. Okay, can you do this twice? It says twice a day before a rest. Uh, oh, okay, then yes. You can perform I can't channel time. Yeah, I think you yeah, probably twice right. twice yeah. before a long rest. Yeah, you can. I'm dumb. Uh, mm. Okay. You give yourself um, an action. Yeah, it gives me two two yeah. actions this turn. Um, so I am going to. I'm gonna cast frostbite. Okay, frostbite. The hell is frostbite? And that's wrong. That should. Oh no, that's right. Okay, I was gonna say it should be DC 17, but it's not. It's 60. Uh, okay. Um, and I have to roll a con save. Damn. 13 is a fail. What happens? Uh, the target takes 1d6 cold damage and it has disadvantage. On attack rolls? Uh, on attack rolls, yeah, sorry. Okay. So, that is... Six. Is that not the three? What the three is there? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Sorry, uh, I didn't realize it did it for me. Yep. So, um, yeah, you cast this spell. There's a, there's a, um, you see it affect the creature. Then what do you do? You have a second action. Um... Yeah, I do it again. All right. So it just has to roll a con again. I knew where my mouse was. Nine, another fail. Six. Six damage this time. Um, yeah, it totally affects this thing. You can see, um, I mean, how does it look? Have you cast this before? What is? It, what are you doing to it? Um, I haven't cast this before, but uh, I I don't reach out like I normally do. I squeeze onto my staff, and then it's like it gets kind of frozen, and then goes down into the ground, and then just kind of grasps the seraph from the ground. Okay. Like slowing her. Yeah. You want to do any movement? Yes. Um. <clears throat> I'm going to move up by Aura. Okay. Aura, your turn. Give me a death saving throw. Which one do I do for death? Um, it is in the middle of your sheet. Oh, Just yeah, death saves. Okay. Yeah. 17. 17 is a mate, so you can mark one mate. If you get three, you stabilize. Um, okay. Alvin runs forward as well. He uh, skids to a, to a point next to where Aura is, and Holds his, uh, closes his eyes and holds his hands out and attempts to cast a cure wounds. But he's out of spell slots. Um, you see him just repeatedly trying this now. Um, he keeps kind of uttering the um, the the words of the spell and um, summoning it up and, and failing. That's now all he is doing. The seraph gonna roll a d6, a four. Seraph moves around to where you are. Um, bringing the partisan with her, she's going to attempt to stab at you. Sooner uh, 22. Uh, yeah, that hits, but I will shield. All right. 
partisan comes, she just moves around, steps over, probably over Aura's body and then lunges forward. As she does so, you see it coming forward. You bring up that shield again and it hits this magical barrier. The, uh, the partisan sent off in a completely different direction. The, um, yeah, I mean, she just looks like she's just trying to kill you now, Suna. What do you want to do? Um, I'm going to attack again. All right. Uh, another ray of, oh, not ray of frost. I'm going to do another frostbite. Uh, okay. Let me see. Uh, bing. 15 is still a fail. So it takes, oh, you know, I had disadvantage. So it was a, doesn't matter. 17 would still have needed a shield, right? Uh, no, it would not have needed a shield. Undo so that. I can... Take that yep. spell okay. slot back. Okay. It just misses. Um, and you deal three cold yes. damage. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, anything else? Uh, that's it, other than it still has disadvantage for its next turn as well now. All right. Aura, give me a uh, death save. An eight is Mate. a fail. One fail, one make. Alvin. Oh. Uh, Alvin stands up and he's got tears running down his face. He brings out his own um, short sword and runs towards where the uh, the seraph is. I'm gonna kill you! I'm gonna kill you! He comes running in, uh, attempting to stab at the seraph with his short sword. On a 14, I think he hits. He does. He's gonna deal five piercing damage. You see the um, the 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 short sword buried into the side of this seraph, much taller than he is. The seraph, by the way, is about maybe about six foot five-ish, something like that. Um, she's very tall. She's kind of Amazonian looking in that in that kind of classic Wonder Woman comic book style. Um, and this this short sword is buried into the the side, and then the um, the seraph spins away. Alvin loses his grip. The sword is still sticking out of the side of the uh, the seraph, and uh, it lets out like a a, a non. Well, it it cre- it makes a kind of snarl um, face, uh, opening its mouth, letting no noise out whatsoever. It's going to decide who to attack. Oh, actually, no, it's not even going to decide who to attack. It's one hundred percent going to attack Una. Um, Una, disadvantage attack. It swings its partisan again on a 13. Nope. nope. Swings the partisan across where you are and uh, brings it to your turn. Frostbite again. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Five. How would you like to kill it? Oh. Uh, I think um, she just freezes, probably because it's frostbite and then she just doesn't unfreeze like she normally does when the spell is over. Okay. Yeah, I think um, this 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 swing comes round. The partisan running across where your uh, where your face uh, is and you duck down just a little, just enough time to cast your own spell when uh, you you let off the spell here. You see the frostbite catch the um, the leg and almost as if the snow itself runs up this leg. The, um, the Seraph freezes in place, crystallizing. The Partisan um, drops 
but then disappears um, as it dis it sort of dissipates in front of where the um, the creature is. Um, there's a weird moment here as the um, frozen figure. You see the the shards of snow breaking off of it because and it's not moving; it's shifting and changing. It starts to shift and change in its shape. Um, uh, Alvin jumps back watching this happen. You see now this strange um, uh, thing happen as the skin on the serif suddenly turns kind of charcoal, as if it was as if it had, had burned, as opposed to have been frozen. Its hair kind of falls out, falls to the ground, and dissipates, um, and its skin turns a sort of charcoal black as. You recognize this now kind of part frozen form to be symbol. It's, um, in fact, uh, it sort of it morphs into a form that you do recognize. Uh, the frozen humanoid form, none of the smoky, wispy stuff, um, just this kind of odd formation of frozen bits. It has these kind of um, uh, tendrils that run off of it that seem to be frozen as well. And then it... Um, and then it falls backwards onto the onto the ground and becomes kind of rubbery in its in its movements. The the ice and snow breaking off of it, uh, it just turns into an odd like rag doll almost, like a broken doll in the snow. Um, Aura, give me another death save. Fourteen. Fourteen's a make. Anyone want to try and do anything here? Yeah, I would like to stabilize her. Um, okay. With a medicine check? Yeah. Alright, give me a medicine check. Fourteen. Fourteen? Um, I don't think... Does it or does it? Um, actually, I think, yeah. You know what? Alvin is there as well. You see him kind of push down on this wound um, next to you. You push down on another one. Uh, Aura, give me a death save as well. <laughs> a one. Uh, it's bad. She doesn't. You're not dead. It's not an actual death save. These two are kind of trying to keep you alive here. Um, Alvin like pushes down on the uh, on the uh, the first hole that she has, and you push down on the other and attempt to stabilize her. And without a healing kit, you can't do it. I you do don't. I do have one. Oh, you do have one? Yeah, I have three. Oh, well then, you want to use a healing kit? Mm-hmm. All right. Then I think give me another medicine check. The rules on the healing kit. I think you can stabilize without... Twelve. Um... Oh, you can use it. You can yeah. just use this and suture okay. up the wounds here. She doesn't wake up. Wonderful. Um, okay. she doesn't wake up. She's she you you start to deal with these wounds. Alvin is kind of freaking out next to you, but he um he seems to know his way around medicine a little bit. He kind of understands to put pressure on the wound and things. And the two of you start to get to work on on helping Aura, and then eventually maybe bringing her inside as we shift once again back to the other gang. Sorry, KPP happened again. <sighs> the two of you two, the two of you two, 
head underground into the um into the uh the the study um here in the Pyheart Mansion. As you come down the stairs, there is um two two men waiting at the, the doorway to the entrance here. What do you want to do with them? Stealth past. Can we stealth past? Yeah, you can try and give me stealth checks. Boy. Fifteen. Fifteen. Eighteen. Um, Bo's like learning um, the ways of the assassin here. Um, you... I'll train you yet, young Padawan. Yeah. My apprentice. You, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's more like a Sith apprentice, apprentice than a, a, a Padawan. You, um, you two, um, yeah, you you creep past the the um, the guards at the doorway and then head down a final smaller set of stairs and um walk into the room here and you see um kind of just like like a, a classic posh study there's there's a bookshelf with some nice looking leather bound books on it there's a chandelier there's a fireplace which is lit the room is quite cozy quite warm um for an underground study at the center of the room there's a desk that looks out of a uh, um a window that's kind of high up you're not entirely underground um you see uh uh, a single uh, a man sitting there um, expectantly almost as he looks out over his desk um, towards you he's kind of an older looking man probably in his late 60s um, he's wearing compared to the others who were all wearing um, quite nice fine clothes he actually appears to just be wearing a, a relatively standard looking tunic which is kind of rolled up to the sleeves um, he's rolled up the sleeves and he, he's wearing um just kind of like traveler's pants, like the type of thing you might see on on a um, a well-off but not um, entirely noble-born um, commoner in in a in town. And yeah. um, as you guys um, creep in, uh, he looks up and and sees you both as you as you walk in. He doesn't look like a fighter of any kind necessarily. He doesn't have any weapons on him. Um, he kind of tuts a couple times and looks at each of you for a moment before saying, Why are you here? Precisely. I mean, I probably got blood all over me, so... Yeah, you guys look fucked up. You look super fucked up. I don't even, like, say anything. I just look at him and I bring out a dagger. <laughs> Petty vengeance. Do you think it will serve some sort of greater good to cut me? Do you have a better idea? You are no more than an immature child with a sharp stick. I throw the dagger. All right. Give me the attack roll. Is there a specific role for throwing a dagger? <laughs> uh, sh I think it's the same role. Um, okay. It's just it has range stats, but it, it won't, won't matter here. Yeah, you fire this dagger across the room. Um, he moves uh, a little, uh, not too much, and it, it sticks him in the, in the shoulder. 
um, it buries itself deep and he kind of grunts as it pushes him back in his chair and he says, <sighs> Yes, anybody can twirl a blade. He holds his hand up. Mm. He says, But your small mind doesn't understand the repercussions. He, I think he's purposely egging you on. I don't understand this guy. I, I, I would think he'd be begging for his life. I look at Bone, I'm like, you want to take a shot? No, I, I prefer I think you should take a shot. No, 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 no. I, I, uh, oh, you scared, Bone? I just want to know what's up with the, I'm not scared. It's just, I want to know what's up with this fella. Like, hello? Uh, we're, we're trying to have a conversation with you. I know, Before he's, just, you. he's just, I know, he's just not giving us any information. He's not telling us, you know, why, what, what is it? What is it, old man? What do you want? Bo, I'm not talking to you. He, uh, he, he sort of pushes back in his chair, but he doesn't stand up. He looks down at the wound as the blood is running over his hand. The blade is in deep in, uh, under his collarbone and he looks up and says, now. is it the venom dagger? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's probably fucked <laughs> then. In fact, I'll roll for now. Uh, okay. He looks down at it and looks up and says, Do you think you are the first person to try and kill me? You are not. He says, um, he holds no, his hand up. No, but I'll be the last. Holds his hand up and says, I asked why you were here precisely. Who sent you and why? Well, I got asked on a date. I got asked to be here. Mm. So I got invited in. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm thinking I'm coming in here trying to kill you all. Mm. You know, that was until I was uh, naked and chained down to a table and uh, about to be experimented on by one of your boys. Mm. Oh, don't worry. I took care of him too. It was quick. So vengeance for my son's misgivings then. Very well. I no, understand. Well, you're not really a good father, I would say. No, I am not. He, um looks down at the uh, papers that are on his desk and he pushes them forward and says, I'll give you money. I'll give you deeds to land if you want them. But I'm guessing you're not going to take them, are you? You know what? You sign over everything you own. Everything. And maybe I'll take that into consideration. <clears throat> I mean, uh, everything. I want this house. I want you to resign. I want everything. You are a fool. I don't want my life. I want the power of this seat. And so will my successor. You're going to kill me. They're just going to replace me. It's foolish. You'll be caught eventually. No, I think I could replace you. I mean, not me. I could find someone that's better than you. Hmm. Whoever replaces me will be just as corrupt. If you're going to kill me here, you might as well go and kill the queen. I look at Bo and I'm like, that sounds like a challenge. Hmm. Oh, geez. Well, I'd rather just give to the people here, to be honest. They're suffering out there. That's why we're here. You know, all that stuff we found, we could just give it to them. And then there's more. Look, I mean, we could just go take some more. Yes, there's always more. Go and kill mm -hmm. the queen and then what? Does she not serve the gods? Are you going to climb up and cut them from their godly thrones as well? I mean, that was the original idea. We just took a little detour, so... <sighs> You're a you wretched done? animal. Uh, yeah. I mean, and this isn't really helping. And I hold up my hand and show the mark. Yeah, it's itching real bad. 
I know it's like pulsing. I'm just like this really isn't helping. And I look at Bobo as well. Yikes! Yeah, no, that's not looking too good. He that's says. Why, uh, oh. He says, if you kill me, you damn this town without a leader in an early winter. Early well, winter. considering the place is already pretty damned outside, considering you're you're already you know in charge here, you ain't doing such a good job at it. Nobody will be able to call in the favors we need. We need grain from outside. We need food, wheat. Oh, I can see you're doing a real good job on the food. Everybody's starving. You're just hoarding it all for yourself. What are you talking about? You need food. You need to feed the people is what you need to do. Instead of sitting up here, feeding your kids wine and getting them fat and letting them be serial killers. Without me, there is no hope of that happening in time. Kill me and you damn this town. I put my hand on Bobo's arm and it's the one in the, like, the, the, the mark is just throbbing. I'm like, either you finish him or I'm going to have to. And I don't know what's going to happen. I know, I know. Okay. Look, pal. I'll hold your chicken leg. Finish him. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, save, save that for me. All right, Bubba. This is going to, it's going to have to go down like this. I'm sorry. And, uh. I pull out another dagger of mine and pierce it into his chest. You're going to just stab him? Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Give me the attack roll. Oh, boy. So you walk over to him and then just put it at his chest. Mm-hmm. He looks up at you and says, you're a filthy half-breed. <laughs> As it push it into his chest um ellie roll me a d10 mm. as well one one he coughs up his uh you see blood push up out of his mouth suddenly um he coughs it down over you Bo, as you're pushing the knife oh. in it's almost as if the poison oh, gets to him oh as you push the knife in he coughs again. You see his eyes roll up into the back of his head. Um, oh, and uh, Ellie, there's a serious itching um, from your hand. You've killed a lot of people in this Six, house. I think. And then we'll make six. Um, and the men. No, yeah, uh, including the men. And uh, the the there's a familiar rush. You see, um, Bo moving towards this figure, and you you see him kind of pushing this knife in. But there's something else that you see beyond it. As the mayor coughs up his last breath, you see his very soul drawn from him from a moment, and you see kind of. A ghostly face and it's the the face of Holston Pieheart this man it's drawn from him and it and it quickly transforms into a sort of rushing energy and this is the first time you've seen this you've always felt this this is the same sensation as this energy wind torrent pushes towards you um it looks like Bo is moving very slowly to you the fire um of the fireplace kind of looks like it's it's stationary 
but you feel your own hair being whipped backwards, your clothing, as you're hit by this rush of energy. It's, it's accompanied by these strange lights as well, as the room kind of brightens and then dims to a gray and then dims to a red before dimming almost entirely the firelight quelled by like a strange sort of darkness. Um, as this torrent of wind hits you, your hand explodes into a burning pain and as you bring it up, you can see now that it's turned entirely black, going far down the wrist. Um, in fact, it looks like a dead hand and it's curled in a twisted way that looks like necrosis. Um, you can't seem to move any of your fingers or anything like that. The skin is strange and tight over your ligaments and in your hand is someone else's hand. Um, it's a, a strange ghostly hand for a moment, feminine, and it looks as though it's holding yours as, a, as almost like a greeting. And then beyond from the hand, a woman starts to form. Um, you can feel a, a sensation of energy being pulled out of you as this woman forms in front of you. And she's beautiful. She's, she's elegant looking. She's got a wonderful, um, voluptuous figure, um, flowing like auburn hair as color and, and life suddenly, um, swell into this, this person. But you see her eyes too, and they're soulless. They're fully red, um, and evil. And, and you sense that this is a monster of a woman and she smiles at you, um, and somewhere in here you know this smile to be a thank you and she lets go of your dead hand and you fall and as you do so you see your own twisting ghostly face leave your body and the torrent of wind buffets the beautiful woman pushes her, her hair away from her as your vision fades to black and that is where we end Ooh. our session today You've got to be kidding. <laughs> Thanks so much for playing, players. Um, and uh, you did a good job. You're all alive, I guess, for now. Uh, am I? <laughs> well, we don't know what's going what? on with you. We don't know what's going on with you. Well, welcome back. And uh, we'll see you next week. Let's do a quick round of shout outs before oh we, uh, before we depart. Either I'm dead or I'm going to be like Dean when he turns into a demon and has no soul and kills everybody. <laughs> oh, God. We'll it's find out in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> tune in next time to Dragon Ball Z. Tune in in two weeks to find out precisely yeah. what happens to Ellie. Um, Pocket. Uh, oh. Where can people find you? Since. Uh, we'll unfortunately not be here next week. Yeah, I'm going to be missing next week. Um, but you can find me at twitch.tv slash pocket or on Twitter, pocket, P-O-K-K-E-T. Uh, been doing a lot of photo taking and stuff and streaming casually. Um, but I usually stream in the mornings till the afternoon. So that's where you can find me. Plus, I do, I do role play here every Sunday. And uh, I guess on my channel every Wednesday. Or Thursday, I don't know, it might be changing. So there you go. Um yeah. and uh someone else who is or isn't dead, we just don't know. KPP. Um first of all, I'm sorry, you went down again. I don't know how to <laughs> stop it from happening. Um 
I don't either. <laughs> I just think that this is just my fate at this point. Yeah, that's just all there is to it. I'm, I, there's nothing I can do about it anymore. Um, but you're alive. You're stable. You, uh, you, you did it. And you provided a nice meat shield for um, Alvin and Suna to finish the job. It's my there. goal. So, I want to be a meat shield for oh, everybody. Too bad. If you were an anime character, that would be a, a, a perfectly acceptable role. To just Could run be my in. nickname? And, or a meat shield? And just, and just absorb all the damage for enough time to give the others a chance to kill stuff. Um, <laughs> where can people find you? And by the way, we're not off for two weeks. It's just that Pocket's not here next week. We'll be back next week. Um, and we're, gonna, we're actually going to continue with the aid team here. Because oh. um, Ellie is dead. <laughs> I'm going to say that because it's going to scare Pocket. Look at her. <laughs> it's like, what? Um, that's it. Pocket's not in the campaign anymore. She died. No. Um, it was worth it. I got to butcher a whole house. That was, of yeah, I was serial killer. Like, if you go down because of this, that was still really amazing. I, uh, yeah, I really wanted Legacy. you to kill everyone in, in this sort of A. I can call this episode the Butcher of Bame. And, uh, even if they don't know it was you, everyone in this town in the future would re refer to this night as some random evening when everyone in this house was gruesomely murdered by the Butcher of Bame. Um, but uh, I also knew that it would be a lot of killing for you to do, which was a great time to activate the old um, Mark of Bane yeah, there. I've been walking around with it long enough, and we haven't found a cleric, so I was like, well, this is, this is how I choose to go down. I'm going <laughs> to... Well, as soon as he drugged me, that's when I was like, no, 100%, I'm killing everybody. <laughs> I choose to die on this hill. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was a good hill to die, and I'm glad it worked out well narratively for me. Um, yeah. uh, so, KPP, where can people find you in the week? And we'll see, we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm. I am on Katie Peters' place. We just started Little Misfortune today, and it's been really dark, but good. Yikes um, forever. Yikes forever. So we're going to keep doing that this week, and... Yeah, then I'll be back here Sunday for more A-Team, apparently. And yeah, I don't know. It's New Year, and that kind of scares me. So I, I guess that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Bye. All right. <laughs> yeah. Existential crisis. It's fine. <laughs> uh, what about you, Disby? Where can people find you in the week? What are you doing? You can find me here on Twitch at DisbyRx, and I do a bunch of scary games and the whole roleplay thing as well on Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm addicted as fruit. Anyway, yeah, if you want to come hang out, come find me here on Twitch at DisbyRx. And happy 2020, everybody. Mm. And uh, what about you, PB? PB has a cat. I don't know if you can hear him. Maybe not. No? Yeah, that's I it. I the sound um, a little bit. What? It's I had to muted. Mute the sound. Oh, okay. Um, the music. Not of the yeah, account. I I am uh, I'm streaming Blade Runner currently, which is exciting. I just took a week off, so everything feels really weird. Um, but I am back streaming tomorrow. We're we're finishing up Blade Runner, and then we're gonna start uh, Chrono Trigger. My first time playing through that. I played like the first half an hour of it uh, on my DS, but. I'll never finish it if I don't just stream it. So we're going to play it uh, this week. Best. That's what I'm up to. Yes. Um. All right. Well, I love Chrono Trigger. And that's all I have to say about that. Um. All right. Well, we'll be back on Table Story tomorrow night for Zero Blue yes. Orion, which I'm in. 
as a player, mm -hmm. I have green hair, and it's a serious mindfuck now. Um, yeah. It really is. It's great. Mm -hmm. I look forward to it so much, but I also am We've very also scared been of it. waiting. There's one there's one person who's been watching the show and tweeting about live tweeting about it and we've all just been kind of like sitting in Discord waiting for them to catch up. Yeah. And they just caught up. It, uh, it has been so it great to just watch them yeah. tweet every reaction as they go through mm -hmm. experiencing all the weird things that have happened in that show because it's gone so all over the place. Um very magical. Yeah. Uh all right. So Next week, we will um, return with this gang here and see what they do without their rogue for a for a single week while she um, does whatever she's doing. Um, and uh, that's it. Okay, my brain has let go. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time. Sometimes my brain lets go as a GM. It's it's hard to juggle all these things when you're GMing. And then you do, it's insane levels of multitasking that my 7 IQ is not capable of. And then as soon as oh, I'm like, wait. and we'll see you next week, my brain goes, Bleh, melts out of my ears. Go on. You could have just Go said, because I'm going rogue.